My name is Josh Alvarez. And I'm Liam O'Donnell. And you're listening to episode 165 of Cinepunks. Cinepunks! <laughs> today, today we're joined by so our main man, Sharky. Ah, Shark, is this the first time you're on the actual pod? This is the first time I've been invited onto the podcast. That yes. is fucked up, man. Who do we talk to? We gotta go. <laughs> I've only worked for this group for the past. This organization. Actually, I have no idea how long I've worked for. It's been like three <laughs> years. No way. There's no way. It's been it's been like three years. Yeah, yeah sure. Oh, no it's way. been like three years, dog. Yeah. Man, here's okay, here's the thing. Senior. Norm, space. Normally, normally <laughs> in this situation, uh-huh. I would defend I would get defensive. Right. Because I want to be like, well, you know, come on here, guys. But here's the thing, what y'all don't know. It took us a while to set up. We're here recording at the soon to be completed bigger. Mechanical sh- oh wait, is it Bigger Boat Studios, but it's mechanical so the shark clarification media. Here is yeah, thank you. My thank studio you. is just where I work out of. Okay. And to subsidize my rent, because it is a very big space, you can't see it because this is a podcast. Um, I rent out aspects of it. Oh, okay. Uh, while also getting to build cool shit. Right. Okay. So Bigger Boat Studios is what yeah. you rent. Yeah. Mechanical shark media is, is your is what you you contact if you want some kind of video project completed in some way. Here's the Thank thing. you here's, for the clarification. Here's the, from here here's for, the thing. From here here's to clarify the thing, y'all. Here's the thing. Give me the thing. It took us a while to set up. It did. The whole time, Josh and Sharky have been gaslighting me. They've yeah, just been true. fucking with me this whole On time. Yes, so yes, I want to yes. be like, well, you know what, Sharky? <laughs> Josh makes it so hard to get I want to just point pictures and I'm like, I'm not going to fall for it this time. Yeah. Don't, don't, which would, don't the, fall which would be the first time of the last two hours right. that it'd immediately fall for every piece of bait put in yeah. front of me. Oh, oh, it's so good. I'm it's, just fishing, man. That's the best uh, part yeah. about doing I'm this show. I don't like it. I, I don't love like it. it. It's my but favorite I love it. thing. So it's, I, not, it's not in any kind of seriousness. Well, I'm very glad that you're on. Um, I think this is going to be an interesting episode. We're going to be talking today about uh, 2022, which I get it. A lot of people put their lists out. You know, they they made their claim about the last year in like November. That's not our vibe. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Four or five of the movies on my list, I didn't see them till like a few weeks ago. Yeah, you know, like I didn't have time. I made I didn't time make a list. It. That's right. How about that? You don't because, have any list? No, I have what's in my head for what I saw. I respect because that. Because here's the thing, man. It's all about the emotion of it all, right? But I one hundred. Here's the thing. I think that's true. Yes. Right. I also think that you don't always have the best memory. I know. I've been smoking a lot of weed. So my only worry is, my only worry, the worry that I would have about that is that straight up, one of you could say a movie that I go, oh shit, is that this year? Like that's going to happen to me even with a list. So so the idea that you should expect me to. Yeah. So the idea that you Did we are say that this so is our end end of year episode. Did we just say that? That's what this is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I don't know saying. if you said that. You said 2022, but like, yeah. Well, it's 2023. Okay. So yeah, that's this is why our Sharky's with us. That's why. Actually, I'm here. you know, here's the thing, Shark. This is like a episode of Showtime with Sharky and Josh with the guest Liam O'Donnell. That's fair. Yeah, that you know is very true. Because we have Man, a show. That thing tanked pretty quick. I know it's so cool. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yo, it was cool. It. I love, but it, I don't though. think so. So don't think that like we're we're slackers, right? Right. 
It's not. It's not that we're slackers. No. It's that that is an incredibly yeah big undertaking that we huge undertaking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. camera setups and lighting yeah. setups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was making so it to fun, a screener though. together yeah. to do this, and yeah. it was really set up to fail because we're both extremely busy. Right. This is true. Um. It but was that fun. Said, it's a cool idea still, yeah. and I haven't given up on it. Yes. You know, so, because why? I think some know? kind of iteration of it Needs could to be happen. cool. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, here's the other but thing. I don't think it has to be the same people, because that would then allow us very busy, busy individuals to, to not stuck. feel like yeah. we're the ones holding it back. Right. Don't call from the podcast. Please. I, I, will, I, edit will, I have later. to edit that. I will Mouth cough. Noise. There's no way around it. <laughs> I have severe <laughs> lung damage that will never go away. So it's going to happen, you motherfuckers. This is why Sharky was never on the show. It's not true at all. I actually, I actually, what's, what's funny is I wanted, we talked for a while about having you on for only one thing. Which was to talk about Nope. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And we will not be discussing. T- no, well, well, we well, can, list. but I think yeah. we're all on the same page. Yeah. And I think, I think Sharky brought up, and this is true, that while it would be fun for us to get super into the weeds on it, everyone else has already done that. So yeah, why yeah. not get into we've the weeds on some other things? Yeah. And at least one of the movies we're talking about, I don't think has gotten over, over discussed per se. Mm-hmm. The other movie, I think, has been discussed a little bit, but it's newer enough that it's not. And then, like, I just think we're going to argue about my movie because I don't know that you guys agree <laughs> with me. I don't it, think but. we're going to argue. I think I've set you up to think that. I think oh, I like that. And I, I like think when I talk about the my details, movie, I, yeah. uh, I don't care to talk about the movie. Okay. There's a different reason why oh, I, I like believe that. it's important. Sure, yeah. And that reason is technical. Is a body of work. Oh, okay. okay. Well, okay, we're going to get there. Well, and that's the thing. Let me be clear. I uh I love my choice. Like just we'll give you a little preview here. We're all going to present a list briefly, but we're going to spend some time talking about three movies that we kind of required the other people to have seen because my thought was, and me and Josh have done this before, we have a list and then like if we're not familiar with everything on the other person's list, sometimes there's no discussion to be had. Josh will be like, and I saw this and it was great. I'd be like, Cool, sounds good. Let's move on. You know, like there's nothing to talk about. So, but I also didn't want to spend time when there is something to discuss where every person has a list and then we spend like half an hour on every movie on the list. That just felt yeah, like yeah, yeah, forever. Yeah. So, seems like a time. We've got three focus movies we're going to be talking about Causeway, Pinocchio, and Tar. Um, we're going to talk about the other movies too, but there's less of a need to get deep with the other movies. And if there's something we want to talk about that comes up, that's fine. But, you know, you could just say, nope and we've talked about nope enough and everyone's talked about nope enough that we don't have to get into it if we don't want to though i do think some of the things that uh josh that we talked about when it first came up i've since heard him say in interviews so that mm. made me feel really good like i wasn't crazy okay right, right. Good. i feel thing good that about i thought that. about yeah, 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 yeah totally yeah, yeah. totally There's some type of weird validation yeah exactly yeah, yeah totally. i get it yeah i mean i don't necessarily need that because sometimes i see something in a movie doesn't matter if the director intended it or not, right? It's interesting to you. So you see it and you go, oh, that makes me think about this. But it is fun when you find out you were thinking about the same thing. So that'll be fun. That's what we're going to do. But before um, we do that, Liam, who do we have to thank for well, this fine evening? I mean, we need to thank our friends over on Patreon. We've, we've gotten some new Patronites. <laughs> <laughs> we've gotten some new patrons. And I love that. Um, <gasps> it's been a while since we've had new people. And I hope... If you are a new uh, supporter on Patreon, 
check out the, the, the stuff that's there. Let me know what you think. We want to know if you want us to talk about something specific, if you want a specific kind of content, we'd like to know that because you're supporting us. You're giving us your resources. We want to be responsive to you if we can. I mean, if you want. Within reason. Yeah, you know, if you want me to send you foot pics, that's not going to yeah, happen. Yeah, or but, like blood. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't say that. You should say, I'll do it for and then how much money it's going to no, cost. No, no. That's a reward here that it. we haven't reached yet. No. Yeah, it's cool. It's just cool. He just kicked the microphone. I know. And I'm going to have to edit that. Uh, this is this is the problem. Recording with I'm Sharky in the, room, in the room. <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the things I'm doing wrong. Like, I'm too close. I'm too far. I'm too close. I'm too far. I My whole life goal is to bring tension to others. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of people who like to bring tension to others, we also want to thank our friend Chris Reject over at... Uh, LVAC. Yeah, Lehigh Valley Apparel Creations. Yay. Uh, Chris recently uh, texted me a picture of uh, Elmo pooping. And so that was fun. And I thought, wow, what a fun boss. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here's the deal. You're doing something out there. You got a podcast. You got a band. Mm -hmm. You got a D&D club. Right. A kickball team. Yeah, you knit with some people. I don't know what it is. I don't know what you do. But you you need some t-shirts. You need some (laughs) fucking jackets. You need to promote is what you need to do. You need a face mask with your face photorealistically printed on it. Yeah, with your face on the cod piece. Uh-huh. Oh, fuck. Right. Yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> LehighValleyApparelCreations.com. Uh, possibly some of the greatest screen printers in the world. Head to XLVACX.com to connect with them and, and maybe yeah. get them to print your project. And if it's you a, tell them Cinepunk sent you, they'll charge you 10% extra. You always... Why is it's that? still funny to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we also want to thank our friend Aaron Dahlbeck over at uh, Essex Coffee Roasters. I can let you guys know. Here's a little preview. We're about to do something. I won't say what it is. With Rough Cut and Essex Coffee Roasters. And oh, there's going to be a t-shirt. So it's so and there's going to be a mug. A commemorative mug. And a mug as well. Ooh. Now, what is it going to be? You're going to have to wait till we drop it. Yeah. We did Straight up. You. But it's going to be great. Uh, here's the deal. You know this deal, Josh. Tell me about the deal, Liam. Aaron. Dahlbeck, he has high quality coffee beans that he roasts when you order. So that means you're getting some fresh. He has uh, awesome herbal teas available to you, a variety. And t-shirts. T-shirts. Uh, and the, the truth of the matter is, if you have questions about your coffee, how, what's the best way to brew it? What do I do with this? Whatever. He will respond to you and help you understand how to get the quality coffee at home that you get out at various coffee shops in your world or maybe you don't i don't know where you fucking live and the best yeah, yeah that's all it comes down to buy his coffee put in c-i-n-e-p-u-n-x at checkout and get 10 percent off of your entire order yes and uh it makes us look cool and then you look cool because you got cool coffee good work now this part's great because um this part is about sharky and apparently we've been over saying we've been saying the ad wrong <laughs> over and over again so what i've been told to say instead and now he'll be watching me while wow. uh, what's yeah. weird right now too is that he just decided right now to start sharpening a knife while i'm talking <laughs> and i don't know why it's very strange it's weird timing um here's the thing you have media needs right you got video shit that needs to be done mechanicalsharkmedia.com that's, 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 that's great that's great he's gonna hook you up yeah. make it happen it's best to keep these things simple. Yes. Come yes, to I me with what your idea is. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate and then that. if I'm stoked on it and you're stoked on me doing it, you'll end up with something that we're stoked on. And yes. that's how I work. Go. I like that's that. How, I appreciate that. That's how we that. grow, baby. That's how we grow. Yeah. Apparently when I said he does live uh, 
Uh, yeah, I do a lot of stuff. What, I, I kept saying he does plaster casts of people's nude bodies to make. Well, I actually apparently that's not do do that. That is a thing, but it's not plaster cast. It's a it's a silicone life cast. Oh, I and then you use they call it a life plaster cast. bandages. I just get all the details to create wrong. your outer shell, and then the I can make a life wrong. cast from that. Could we do yes. that? Right, we, of, I thought we me. were doing that. Today. I would like you to do that of me, but then okay. if we could exaggerate in a certain part of my body, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Right, Wasn't right. it? Beard. There's there's yes. there's no bounds with the clay. Yes. <laughs> we can do we can do People whatever. We're gonna think I'm a normal person. Okay. Um <laughs> so that's all the things. And then we have a segment that we do. Do we? Um yeah, it's like someone was whacking on track. So- <laughs> Fuck you. <yeah. laughs> <laughs> now it's the part where we do whacking on track. Right, right, right. Sharky, right. you've listened to us <laughs> now for two years. We weren't going to do whacking on track on this episode because the whole thing's no no whacking on track. There's no way. Here's the deal. Go ahead, hit me. In the past, we have at times when we were doing this sort of episode, skipped it right. just because we were going to talk about things that we would talk about right. in whacking on track. However, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there are other things we can talk about, so it's fine. Yeah. So let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Sharky, you're well aware. Yes. First, second, third. Last. Last. You want to go first? Sure. Do it. On track. Uh, played at Silk City last Friday. Okay. Super fun. First cross-key show in Philadelphia after seven months of not playing here with a full band. So that felt kind of weird, but I was into it, you know? Uh, I did the Humpty Dance. Very proud of myself for doing the Humpty Dance. It's a little weird. It's yeah. A little, it's I was going to say, weird. I feel like Liam already told you he did not like the Humpty Dance. Uh, However, you know, in Nothing But Trouble. Okay. That is where okay. I first saw the Humpty Dance, and that shit was dope. It's still dope, turns out, but nobody... Hold on. I don't like you do... I, I have nothing against the Humpty Dance. Humpty Humps my name. He gets but... busy in a Burger King bathroom. <laughs> How can you hold that against it? Like, that's amazing. But I, I have trouble with... The, I'm, I'm confused about you doing the Humpty Dance, yeah. which is not saying it's wrong. It's I just want to see it. Yeah, it was, for myself. it was lovely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it only works right, in context, so I'm putting it on track. <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate that. Um, also, you playing a show is always great. Yeah, it's yep. super fun, you know? Um, so that's been good. Um, I haven't really, I don't really think that I've done much else otherwise. I haven't seen any movies lately other than yeah. what we're talking about today. Okay. So that's all I got. I played a show and it was fun. I'm playing New York tomorrow night at you the Gold Club. You haven't been struck Club. by a car or anything? No. Oh, no, that's sweet. a good. Yeah, yeah no I'm, I'm super pumped on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah nothing bad's happened to you? It's kind this of wild. Yeah, I know. That's that. my all track, so you know. <laughs> no, that's a minute. Nothing bad happened to Josh. <laughs> that's actually fair because there have been a whole it's been run, a minute. Of, a yeah. run of just it's not real great things yeah. happening to the dude. But we're cool now, baby. Yeah. So, you know, no, no whack. I appreciate all that. All on track. Sick. So good. I mean... So it's my turn? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know why it didn't occur to me till right now. It's like, okay, on track. What's the most on track thing? We haven't recorded in, in person, person in three years? Jesus. Four years? So good. With Sharky here, so he could just tell us I mean, while that's we're just, but, but here's the thing. I'd be excited if Sharky was on with us virtually. Right. Sharky's here while we're in the same room. I know. Now, granted, that <laughs> also comes so with a lot of abuse, but I'm willing to have that. Because I'm just so joyful that we're actually physically together. Which also, though, means is that, like, when you're saying stuff I don't care about, I just look at my phone. I can't do that anymore. Yeah, now so that I can part's see you bummer. doing it. I know. That's yeah. great. That's part's And of I will say great. something. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, on track. Well, yeah, again, I have been watching a lot of movies as well. Yeah. Though I will say some of the movies I watched, nothing, not, not, 
there were good movies, but they're not going to be on my list. So I can mention one or two that I just squeezed in for funsies. So, for example, I recently watched um, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I loved it. Weirdly, Susan wanted to watch it. Like, it was her. She was like, yo, let's watch it. And I was like, okay. And then I'm watching it. And I'm thinking, this is a fun comedy. I guess it has moments that are horror-esque, but I'm not scared. And then I look over at her. My wife is curled up in a ball, what? fucking terrified that something's going to... And I'm like... I literally paused. The anticipation. I literally of paused like, the movie and looked over and said, "What? Are, what are you afraid of?" <laughs> I was like, "I'm not trying to make fun of you. I just don't know what it is." And she's like, well, "Something could happen." And I'm like, "Yeah, a number of things are going to happen, but which of them are scary?" She's like, "What if there's a killer?" And I'm like, "I guess, but I'm just not that worried about it." And I realized like that didn't make me think, "Oh, she's a wuss." It made me go, "Am I dead inside?" <laughs> I've always thought of I've always thought of myself as a little sensitive to horror movies, but I I, I think for me, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is more funny than it is mm. scary. Right? I mean, what's his name? The guy from Saturday Night Live. Um, yeah, he's in it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they don't put him the, in. The surprise they want. for me was the other guy, Lee. I think his name is Lee Pace. The, oh yeah, the yeah, older yeah. gentleman. Yeah, he's... who I found out is uh, one month older than me. So it's like I was in the movie, and I was like, oh fuck, he's in much better shape than I am. Um, <laughs> But Aww. I didn't know, I know him from a few different things now, uh-huh. and I didn't know he was in, all I knew that was in the movie was, uh, like you just said, the dude from Saturday Night Live. Why uh, did I can't remember his name? I don't know. It's not Pete Davidson. Yeah, yeah it was Pete, Pete Davidson. Davidson. Yeah. I, I, all I knew going in was Pete Davidson's in it, and then the young woman from Shiva Baby that she was in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I didn't, everyone else was a surprise. I didn't know who else was in this movie. I didn't know anybody else other than Pete Davidson in the movie. You didn't recognize anybody. Did you anybody. see Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? I did. Did you like it? I did. Uh, me and Amanda watched it, and I didn't expect it to be good. Um, I can I can be like that about things. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that feels like an understatement, but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I really appreciated it that it knew what it was. Yeah, exactly. And did that very well. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, when people seemed bummed on it, I did kind of wonder, like, did you think you were getting a straight up horror movie? That yes, just I think that's the problem. Yeah, I think people I think thought was, they were getting yeah. a scream when in actuality it was more comedy. I love yeah. a good punchline in yeah. horror, though. Oh like, yeah, it's great. that is that is where I prefer yes. my my comedy. Um, that's interesting, actually. Yeah. I think that's true of a few people. I don't I don't really care for straight comedy or straight horror. No, that, that's that's I have an affinity for right. for horror. Um, like most of us, I would mm-hmm. say, yeah, not not like on a Justin Lore level level, but like, but you, if I need something to put on, right, yeah. it's the thing, right, right? Yeah. like that's what goes on, yeah, yeah. or it's, it's Gremlins, a, which is certainly horror adjacent, yeah. right. I also want to mention in it is a, uh, I'm gonna say this wrong, Mahala, Harold, Mahila, Mahala. Anyway, she's on um, that show, The Industry, on HBO. Uh, she's the one American character with a whole British cast, and that show is great. Talk about a show that, um, depending on how you watch it, which will be my, what we're going to talk about later, depending how you watch it, it can either be serious or funny. Mm. The Industry, you could watch it and be like, oh, it's a very serious show. But um, a lot of people I know watch it and go, this is fucking ridiculous. Ridiculous! What is this shit? And uh, watching it that way, I'm like, oh yeah, it is funny because it's not. It doesn't feel like it would be funny, but it's it's pretty fucking funny. So uh, she's really good at that, and she plays not quite the same character, but it's very. When I saw her in this, I was like, oh, this is this is your type. Okay, right? Yeah, it was very very much. So yeah, I liked it. I thought that was fun. Um, I also uh, oh, 
sorry. This is another time. Hey, Sharky. I'm not doing it. Can you edit around this part no. for me? Sharky, you better leave this part in. Staying in. This has got to stay in here. What are we looking up? Are you looking up another movie that you liked? Or I know. Yeah. Playing, I, my brain Tetris? just, you know what? I'll just go on with that. Because I, I literally. Is it on your list? No, that's why I wanted to mention it in Whacking on Track. Because okay. it's not on my list. It's a comedy. It had um, Aubrey Plaza and the woman from. Wait, Lotus? No, it's a sh- it's a movie. Oh, but um, Aubrey Plaza and the woman from the Glow, um, who was also on Community. Oh, I forget her name. Uh, the brown haired lady. Yeah, I don't doesn't know matter. I'll skip it. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to kill all our time because I can't. Is it a good movie? Something. Yeah. So, um, Aubrey think... Aubrey Plaza is married to a director who does oh. really off the wall comedy, and yeah. so this was a movie that he wrote. It also had. Um, uh, Tim from Tim and Eric is in it, as well as he? Uh, he was good actually. He played this guy. So it's this. It's a movie about a, a woman who works at a version of Olive Garden, a fictional version of Olive Garden. Mm-hmm. And so they send her to Italy to learn about Italian culture. And everyone there is just a manager at one of these places, and they all know that what they're doing has nothing to do with like knowing how to cook actual Italian food. They're just on vacation in Italy, except for Tim's character who is convinced that he is like kind of a master chef and he keeps wanting to like show them how to make stuff. And he's so good at playing that asshole who doesn't yeah. understand what it, it fucking kills. And then also in it is, um, uh, did you ever, ever watch that show? Uh, high maintenance on HBO. No. Uh, there's the guy who stars Your capacity for TV shows like this is really immense. Really? You think so? I think yeah. you've seen more media. Than anyone I know in terms of well, there has to be something super special about a TV show to get me to watch. There's got to be like Bob's Burgers level of like genius. Well, yeah, Bob Bob's Burgers is. I okay. Here's what's funny about that. I agree with you about Bob's Burgers. I've now had multiple people tell me they're over Bob's Burgers. Yeah, negative. They're done with. I was like saying you're over the Simpsons when they were in the prime of like their their run. I think people, like, that's an insane I, thing. I, I think people think Bob's is no longer in the prime. Oh. In, incorrect. No way. Yeah, I love that. Let me let me go back. Let me go back though. Continue. This is this is what I want to <laughs> say is that um my wife is not interested in us watching movies most of the time. So when so I'm watching watch a movie, a I'm watching it when she's not around. Oh. So we watch TV and it's usually what we do right before bed. Like she's tired, I'm tired, mm. May's asleep. We could read, which we're gonna try to do more of. Mm. We could just like hang out and talk you know which we do sometimes but a lot of times we're both like let's get some spicy ginger ale which we have in the fridge spicy ginger ale. i just like it really gingery you know so you're getting ginger like beer reeds yes yeah, yeah. okay uh okay. i don't usually do reeds i do goslings goslings is which is too. hard because you got to go to the booze section mm. because people think it's only for mixing with alcohol right. so you can only find it in that section it right, makes yeah. me mad every time because i'm just like i just want some Ginger ale. Fuck. <laughs> I'm going to face. back that that feeling. All the tasty seltzer that I drink yes. is in the alcohol yes. aisle. And as an alcoholic, it's not fun. I don't not really like thing. that. It's just not, not fun thing. for me. Yeah. yeah. I but, it. you know, whatever. I think for me, just get your seltzer, dog. I yeah. think right. Move I, on. I will say <laughs> it's a little different in Illinois where there's booze everywhere. Ah, sure. So you can find mix ins at CVS, right? right? However, as a diabetic, I'm always looking for the diet. And mm, chances sure are, if you're, you're at, if, if you're at Walgreens, they don't have the diet goslings. Sure. Though they do have goslings there. Right. Because they're like, oh, uh, would you like some booze with your cough syrup? Like, everywhere is booze. There's just booze everywhere. <laughs> you could be at a gas station. They're like, would you like to see our wine section? It's like weird. Anyways. Yeah. 
It's only weird to me if you're from Illinois. It's probably not. I weird guess that's to you. just what they grew up yeah. with. But I get it. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, anyways, it's a fun movie. I'm sorry, I don't remember the name of it. I feel like an asshole, but it's it's very, it's very funny. And so, yes, we watch a lot of TV because that's right. what Susan. And and for me, it's I impressive to you too, right, Shark? Like I'm not the only. No, one. No, you're not the only one. But I yeah. think. And nowadays, it's just impressive. Period. Like I, I don't know. I'm out of touch with a lot of things, so I can only speak for me. It is. It is I, odd to watch a lot of TV when I don't see a lot of TV available. Huh. Because I don't have cable. Sure. Right. Well, right. I don't have cable. Yeah. But I do have a little thing that we know about. A little that thing. we don't talk about. Yeah. A little thing. I hear that. Secrets. Yeah. That's a, a thing. thing. That's a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's where I watch most of my TV. Although I do have way too many subscriptions. Considering oh, I have more subscriptions than cable could ever cost. Yeah. 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 It's stupid. Um, it's so stupid. I don't know why. But I want to watch what I want to watch. Dropout. I'm on Dropout. Now I'm not doing it. I know. Yeah. I love that you're on it. That makes me happy. <laughs> I've been watching. The latest that. episode of Game Changer. That was going to be on my. Thank you for letting me transition. I want to mention on the latest episode of Game Changer. They had on. I didn't know this was a thing. The Shakespeare Improv Company. So it is. Oh. With the dudes, improv and like rhyming couplets and all that shit. One hundred fucking percent. Fuck that, dude. I it's, would go crazy. It's There's no way. so so. Not only do they do it, that's what they do. Then they have this game where it's like, okay, in this scene, like Sam's prompt is in this scene where you resolve because they've made their own plot. He doesn't. He says, uh, "You'll get a point for every name of a cereal that you mention." So they're doing improvised rhyming cutlets or. Cutlets, couplets, delicious. Around, I know. I love a good rhyming cutlet. Uh, rhyming couplets <laughs> around a plot that they've made up on the spot, and then they're working in the names of fucking breakfast cereals to get Jesus. points. I it was literally at one point, no, two points. They improvised a song, like they're just singing. Well, okay. Th- that show is fucking amazing, and it's Impressive. it's yeah. crazy to me because um, when I've watched improv before, it's always been bad. It's, it's just good. boring. Yeah, I was, I was a participant. No, that's true. You did a thing, yeah. Not funny. The pandemic came and saved us all from me and Bruce having to do our show live in front of people. I love that. Oh, wait. I remember hearing about that. Dude, it was brutal. It was you and Bruce Park? Oh, yeah. Me and Jinko Jesus (laughs) That sounds like a lot of fun to me. (laughs) Anyways, the... It's uh, since you're on Dropout, I'll tell you, Josh. It's on the latest episode of Game Changer. It's really worth watching. Noted. I will watch it. it. I loved it. It was one of those things where I was having fun. But when Suze is having that much fun, she's way more like vocal than I am. So she's like clapping and yelling and stuff. And I was like, this is the best. This is the best. So good. It made me so happy. Yeah, no, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, But that's about it for me. Like you said, I've made a lot of time for movies recently than I more than I have before. And a lot of those movies did make it on my list. So we'll talk about them on the thing. Not too long, but I'll, you know, I'll hit on a few. But that's it. As far as whack, I'm here. So what could be whack? Nothing. Nothing right now. It's probably not true, but I'm, that's what I'm going to say. We're going to go with that. <laughs> All right. Sharky. You know what that means, Sharky. You're on. It's my turn. Yeah. So on track, uh, we're recording. Yeah, we are. In my studio. It's so cool. So fucking and cool. I really, really enjoy having the studio. So uh, it's really allowing me to explore furthering something that I'm very passionate about. Uh, so having you guys in here is is definitely on track for me it's definitely an honor to be so here. i feel so like blessed oh thank you <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's coming along right it's it's, it's so a lot cool. of work but uh i'm a person who needs to work right i appreciate that yeah so my whack right ready is technology being used by mankind inappropriately 
Oh no! Are we so, talking about no, Facebook? No, so no, many no. examples of this. No, no, no. We're going to go with a specific one, and we'll tie okay. into my movie. All, All right. right, right. That human beings, I believe, are incapable of having any kind of self-control when new technology emerges, and the biggest tool recently that has come out has come out and. Uh, evolved at an, ex- an alarming rate is artificial intelligence in yes. the writing and creative art, like graphic art space. Right now, I am not an anti AI guy. That is a silly thing to do to me because it is a you tool. Stay viable, yeah, you stay it viable a, in terms of stuff. It is a tool, exactly. Yeah. It is a new tool that needs to be used appropriately and seen appropriately and tastefully. And tastefully. Absolutely. You're absolutely correct, right? Like, it is a good tool. It is a good reference. It's a good many things. Actually, the Script Notes podcast recently had an AI generator try to write a screenplay based off of their prompts. Now, these guys are very, very, very high-level uh, writers, right? And what it gave back to them, they went, yeah, this is total garbage. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not usable. You should not fear this. Mm-hmm. It cannot do what a human what being can do. Can do. Yeah. Right, but it is advancing at an alarming rate, and it nailed the format perfectly. It nailed the format, right? So, what does that what does that do to industry, right? So that takes that that eliminates what you might call menial line items, right? Sure. Like, so that's going to take away from somebody's job, right? Right. Um, and where we get into a situation where we use technology inappropriately is we allow technology to do those things without finding new uses for those individuals, right? Or having them use those tools to bet to do their jobs better. What right. we do instead is we replace them with, with checkout tools. robots, with, yeah. with uh, aisle cleaning robots, with, with AI generated graphic art, right? Like this, this is not how you use these tools. What it is is a means to make the profitable more profitable. And that is a problem. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I also, with the, with, with the AI art aspect, like, I think that the chat bot is something else because it's more complicated than I understand. But with the AI art thing, it would be different if they had built the database out of things they had paid someone for. That and even then, out. is that artificial intelligence? Right. Is it learning? Maybe. Maybe it's learning, right? But, but what it, what it is is it's referencing, right? And that and, and if art didn't exist, then correct, it's right. creating art, right? But it's not creating no. art; it's recycling, right? And that's that's the aspect of it when we're all going, oh, it's amazing you made these things. I'm like, well, no, it's not. It's amazing yeah. Google yeah. can find a thing no. that yeah. you type in with a couple prompts, right? Yeah, like, and that's what we thought was amazing in 2000s, right? right? And 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 I get this it. is not that amazing. I get it that like there's this idea. Anyways, I, we don't have to go on down the whole road, but the, the point is, I think you're right that like some version of this thing is going to exist. It's because, not going anywhere. Because of the world we live in, yeah. these early versions of it are often like worst case, like just dumb or, or also the idea that like, I'm also very uncomfortable with face recognition technology. That's makes me uncomfortable because really? like on your phone and stuff. Well, to the extent that like, for example, Recently, um, what's the company that owns the big uh, venue in New York? Live uh, Nation? 
uh, no, I think it was like AEG or something like sure. that. They uh, used face recognition to uh, bar employees of the law firm that's suing them for something. And even though these employees were not directly related to the case, they have facial recognition technology for everyone who works there. So people were like going in, they're like, oh, don't you work at so-and-so? Yeah, you, you can't come in. Correct. Wow, yeah, that is a problem. Facial recognition technology? Yeah, dog. That Why am I so out of touch? How come you guys know about this shit and I don't know anything for facial recognition? It just feels like it's there's a tool a, that's not going anywhere. Like, right. like your phone is much more secure right. when only your face opens it. Right. But I'm I'm not interested in using it in any kind of security policing type of way. It's it makes me really uncomfortable. And then I wonder too, because we haven't put rules around these things. Mm. Let's say a company wants to use it for something that feels innocuous. Mm. I want to make sure that whatever they're learning about my face, they are keeping to themselves and not selling for a profit. I don't want to. They will not do right because we don't because care. We have social media, which yeah. is nothing but a marketing advertising platform. Yes, it's, it's a, a known thing. It's a bummer. Yeah, it is. It is what is being done. And again, this is something we allow to be done. Right, right. willingly participate. Right, and it's not yeah. going anywhere. We will not go anywhere. I'm. I mean, I'm willing to. Grim. I'm definitely going to opt it's out. It's not grim. You just have to. You have to be responsible. Yeah. yeah, I mean, for me, I'm not going to opt in. So, like, Delta's going to introduce it for getting on flights. Right, right. Where, right. like, you don't need... To make it easier? Yeah, like, they're saying, like, hey, you don't need ID or a ticket. Just walk we'll just up do with facial face. recognition. And for me, I'm like, yeah, I'd rather just get the ticket and have my driver's license. Like, I just, you just, I just don't need that. It's cool. I don't need it. I'm good. I mean, we can go down a whole other rabbit hole where I think the <laughs> the fear that went around installing TSA and everything else was just overdone right overdone right like just panic jumping in at shadows nonsense and we still do it oh yeah, yeah. oh i i mean definitely why i had i had a seamless flight here except for the tsa guy who clearly had never worked with like someone who has an insulin pump because I, I i don't take it off sure. when i go through yeah, yeah. so there's a whole procedure and this guy it was a combo of a he didn't quite know what i have learned to do at other airports right and b because I have overalls on, he was convinced there was something in my back pocket, but he was like a low talker. So he was like, sir, your back pocket. And I was like, my what? What? I was like, oh, my, there's nothing in my back pocket. He's like, no, what's in your back pocket? I'm like, nothing. There's nothing in my back pocket. And then he's like, okay, well, put the pump. Don't hold it. Put it on your side. And I was like, on what side? You mean in my pocket? No, not your pocket. On your side. And I was like, do you mean my underwear band? What are we talking it? about? Like, what are we doing here? He literally, what he wanted to say was, literally tuck it into your underwear that's what he wanted me to do but i guess he felt uncomfortable saying underwear out loud so he just kept saying your side and i was like if i put it on my side it falls down my leg there's nothing there i don't know what we're talking about here so it was it was again that's not a huge deal but but it's it's like a weird conversation and they might also have him like in fear of termination right for like insensitivity trading kind of thing absolutely well and for me the the issue is right I, I have uncomfortable conversations with people all the time. The person I'm having this conversation with has a lot of authority over me. Like sure. I could not get on this plane sure. if it's I do this wrong, yeah. if I'm like an yeah. asshole. You need to be clear about your expectations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do. this is the thing. Like, it's like, I want to know. I mean, this is all I'm saying here is something that people say all over the place. I want to know that individuals who have this much authority have gone through a ton of training and that I don't have to be nervous that like, they feel uncomfortable with their job and then it's going to affect me. 
and I just felt like this dude just didn't know what was going on. And I'm like, I've done this a lot. This insulin pumps aren't new. No. This is a thing that's been around for a while. You and, will see more of these. Yeah. I mean, yeah. well, they might start seeing less. They want to stop. My company's officially announced like they're not going to with the pump. They're not going to develop new ones anymore. Oh. There's there's really good test. This is how fucked capitalism is. It looks like the pancreas thing, pancreas transplant, or at least transplant of the cells that make insulin, it's probably going to work out. Oh, sick. The okay. day, well, the, first, cool. the first day it seemed like it was going to work out, two companies went out of business. They were like, oh, that, that's going to work? Well, then we're done here. And they just closed up. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck? The only reason Medtronic- Does that mean you can get an operation that sensibly? That's going to come up? That's well, gonna it's going to be years. Uh, that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. So even like Medtronic, who makes a lot of money from pacemakers, they don't have to rely on insulin pumps, but they do make the most widely used insulin pump. They've straight up said at industry things, they're like, yeah, we're not developing new technology anymore. Like, we're done here. Huh. Eventually, there's going to be transplants. So there's no money in making this better, right? right. right. The right. only There's another company that makes one that's a little bit better. It's like a full system that you just put on yourself and it's all in there but uh those shits are expensive and my health right. insurance doesn't cover it mm. so that would be it's called the pod it's like six grand a pod if you don't if it does, health Jesus. insurance doesn't cover it yeah Man. so anyways we don't have to talk about this i'm sorry i got distracted well is you got anything, anything else? Else? no that's about track? the wackest thing I got yeah it's so track. fucking whack so I guess so. AI, I, fucking way. So I guess we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna have this end of year conversation discussion. Discussion. Yeah. I'm kind of excited to hear people's lists. I have no idea what's gonna be on there. Yeah. And I'm stoked because there's like two movies on my list that I didn't know existed until I started looking, and I'm like, fuck, why didn't I know about these movies? So <laughs> I'm pretty excited. Okay. After the break. Short life. 
back. We're here to discuss 2022, the year that was, with our main man, Sharky. I'm so excited that you're here, Sharky. <laughs> it makes me very happy. So um, we're going to do uh, a, a, a discussion where we focus on one movie that each person chose. People are also allowed to choose a second movie to go into a little bit in depth in case they didn't want to just talk about the one. But we all have a list. So I'm going to go through my list relatively quickly. If you guys have questions about anything, we can stop and discuss. I'll probably say a, a few things about ones here and there. Mm. I want to be really clear with y'all. I didn't make like a top 10, like a traditional, like, here's the You're 10. No, neither did I. That's I not my vibe. Top that's 10. not my That's vibe. not our thing yeah. anymore. You no. know what I mean? Like, having, Even when we did it, I felt weird about yeah, it. Yeah, right? even when we did it, it was just like, I'm not here to adjudicate like against other things. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to be like, this is better than that right. because. And I don't like having lists like that. Top 10 lists are useless to me. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I get it. I actually kind of don't mind when it's like, hey, here's a genre I like. Yeah. Here are five of my favorite movies that I think you should check out. Cool. Because yeah. assuming the way it's written, that person's not saying, I've decided. Mm -hmm. These are the only good whatever. Godzilla this is movies. the order and let's argue. And you have that. to. Yeah. These, I'm right. If someone's just saying, here's some I think you might like. I think that can be like, useful, but it's got to be presented in a way that's not about. I've decided because yeah. it's just like fuck. Why do you authority walk? doesn't mean anything in this? No, just tell me why you and love I, it. I just tell me about, what you like, love. In, remember when Dead Guy was doing the thing and they were talking about how like they take references and they're it's not about elitism of like you don't sure. know what this is. This is hey, have you heard Rorschach? Oh yeah, me too. Check this out. Like that's how I think about these movie lists. Like, yeah. have you seen this? Oh dude, I fucking yeah. love this. This is what it is. So that's why the list thing to me is passe right. at best. Right. Well, what's your list, Liam? Okay. So, some of the movies I really enjoyed this year. I thought of them less as in a numerical order and more in like uh layers of 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 things that I found really interesting. So, um there's a whole category of movies that I didn't um list on my horror list for horror business, mm. you know? Uh because they felt like they were horror adjacent. Okay. So some of my favorite ones were Crimes of the Future. I didn't see it. It's a Cronenberg film. I know. It's horrific. Did you like it? I fucking loved it. Did you? Did you but see I, it? But I didn't. I'm, I got about halfway through it. But you like Cronenberg, no? No, of course I love Cron yeah, Cronenberg. Yeah. I just don't have time. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, uh, Flux Gourmet. Oh, I didn't watch it. Loved it. Loved yeah. It. it was really, it really good. It just looked real absurdist in the way that, like, uh, it looked real absurdist in the way that some of those, like, Shudder movies are, like, wacky like that. Sure. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. To which, okay. I'm with it, but, you know. I think it's, I mean, it's, you know, are you familiar with the director's other things? What did the director do? Oh, man. That Who's is, the director? That is, sorry, I should have this memorized, and I apologize that I don't. It feels like it would be like that guy. Um, I like I like you coming up with what you think it is. Right. It makes me happy. I'm Ooh, trying to guess. It would help if I spelled gourmet right. Yeah. Oh, there it is. So the director is Peter Strickland. You may know from such movies as In Fabric. Oh, In Fabric was great. I love that. Barbarian Sound System. Oh, I love Barbarian Sound System. Broadcasting. And the, uh, the Duke of Burgundy. I don't think I, did. I saw The Duke of Burgundy. Oh, it's really good. So I like him as a, as a person. So they are, all of his movies have a bit of a... A weird Britannica to them. Abstract sort of. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. But uh, this one I found particularly interesting. I really liked the performances. Mm -hmm. And again, it's horrific in that it's really gross. Oh, okay. But it's not like horror. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's yeah. if it's, it's like people eating like poo and stuff, right? Yeah. Isn't that what I mean? Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Kind of, I mean, you're you're downplaying it. Right. Uh, I'm just being. That's a general term. You know? Um, I'd also say uh, a movie I really loved that is adjacent to horror: Bones and All. 
I haven't seen it, but a friend of the show, Joe DiCarolis, told me that that's his favorite movie of the year. It's That's with Timothee Chalamet. It is a Timothee Chalamet <laughs> movie. No. Uh, from the director of uh, Call Me By Your Name. Oh, yeah, Apparently yeah, Apparently yeah. he's got a thing for Timothee, you know? Who uh, doesn't? Second time. Who but doesn't? He's like the second coming of Gosling. But go on. It's very, much a, it's very much a different movie than okay. Call Me By Your Name. It is. All right. There's it, vampires but, and shit in there? No, it is a movie about cannibals. Ah. But it close. is also like a coming-of-age love story about cannibals. Okay. Um, okay. I thought it was going to be more one thing than the other so mm-hmm. i thought it's either going to be super gross and cannibal movie mm-hmm. or it's going to be super like touchy-feely maybe even like teen is you know like not to say teen in a diminutive way but that's mm-hmm. kind of the, um it is very much committed to both being a gross cannibal movie mm-hmm. and being like kind of romantic although again the romance that these two people feel is a little awkward mm-hmm. because you know you assume they won't eat each other because they're in love but they are people who eat people. So there's always a little bit of like, you know, I love you. Also, we do eat people. And so delicious. I relate to this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's really, it's actually really good. And it's very, it feels, it's got a very like Southern Gothic feel okay. to it. Okay. Looks really, really beautiful. I like the performances. Anyways, mm. I don't want to go on too long on any of these things. Uh, and then there was another of movies that everybody has talked about that, um, won't be a surprise because we've talked about them that i love them so mm-hmm. movies like nope mm-hmm. uh every everything everywhere all at once oh yeah these are movies that um i, it, I can't deny how much i love them just because you know what i mean like they're yeah. fantastic but yeah they're and, huge and available yeah and yeah. sometimes i use and a lot this, of people have talked about yes them because they are fantastic yeah. yeah yeah and i i often use these lists as a way to like bring attention to something that people forgot or mm-hmm. something um but i can't pretend like everything everywhere all at once like broke me like that's yeah, a movie that like i get it yeah yeah that so it was devastating too. and i think nope not everyone is in love with it but i am I'm one of the people that is fully in love, with, in love with it i have yet to come across a good thought out reason to not like that movie agreed yeah most reasons to not like that movie are people trying to sound intelligent about movies but know nothing about movies the movie is a very obvious movie yeah. mm. done very creatively and very mm. well, just beautiful, yeah. mm. extremely well ex- executed. Um, a lot of the choices and the way that movie was was done mm-hmm. was done very purposely mm-hmm. and uh, effectively. Yeah, agreed. Um, so yeah, I'm not interested in the, <laughs> in the unless, unless you got a really really good reason why that movie doesn't work. Uh, the shoe, uh, Gordy, and the giant hat alien monster Dude. creature. Like not connecting is not a good reason. You're an <sighs> idiot. You're an idiot. Steven, yeah. Come on, that movie is fucking great. All right, I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep going because I, I'm gonna keep going because if we get too much into the frustration with some of the reads of the movie, <laughs> then I'm not being positive. I want to be positive. Right. Some. Well, Jordan uh, Peele's the man, so we got to, yeah, yeah. we got to, we got to talk about that. Positive. Some of the um, documentaries I really love this year. Uh, a movie called "Is It Black Enough for You." Oh, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen it. It's really, really good. It is. I thought it's it was another HBO thing, isn't it? Um, I don't actually know. Oh, okay. I watched it on the thing, right? Uh, but it might be HBO. It might also be Netflix. I'm not sure. But it is a film essay. You know, uh, okay. it's got a few talking heads, but it's also more edited footage from the various films. And I thought it was going to be focused only on black exploitation, and instead it's a broader history of uh black representation in film that talks about black exploitation 
as a complicated sort of relationship to there and talks about both some of the negative feelings people had, but also the positive. Mm. Uh, but there's a lot of films covered that would not fall into that category that were just uh, films that were featuring uh, black folks at a time when that was new and was very empowering for people. So I really, I just thought it was really well done. It managed to be academic and personal at the same time, which is my sweet spot. You know, I want to learn something, but I also want to hear about how you feel. And I think that was a good combo. Uh, another documentary I really appreciated was called uh, Detainee 001 uh, about the uh, American Taliban who was caught in Afghanistan. Oh, I've heard about it, it's really, it's good. just really well done. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really well done. And then the last one, which I haven't heard anyone talking about, or I haven't heard a lot of people talking about, is a movie called Riotsville, USA. Have you heard about this? No. This is only through uh, archival footage. Apparently, um, after the riots of 1968, the U.S. government made two moves to address that issue. One is uh, President Johnson put together an actual committee, and he kind of let them know what he wanted for them. Like, you know, you're kind of there to help us know that this was outside agitators, that it's not the black community. They're fine. There's, there's commies, and the commies are what's doing this thing. So he put this committee together, sort of told them what they were supposed to do. Meanwhile, the army built a bunch of fake towns they called Riotsville, USA, and they staged fake riots there to test various crowd control things. Uh, famously, one of the ways that the Pentagon was able to defend their use of tear gas in combat was because uh, police departments were using tear gas against rioters, which they were doing so much because the army had told them it was cool. So it was like this circle of effects. like, And um, they would do these demonstration setups, these fake demonstrations, and then invite National Guards people, police people, FBI people to come watch and like learn the techniques, you know. Um, the, the film shows you all this specific history, but then also does the work of placing it in the larger history, which I thought I knew. And a movie that can take a subject I thought I knew about, which was the intensity of police ramping up in response to activism and riots and stuff, and give me a ton more information that I didn't know it's entertaining, you know, like this is only archival footage and the smallest amount of narration. A lot of the time, the footage is telling you what you need to fucking know. And it's horrifying, you know, I, it's interesting, but it can be very horrifying. And, uh, I just found it really fascinating and well done. And I am a big fan of like movies that can edit together archival footage in a way that's interesting to watch because sometimes that can be incredibly boring you know yeah. but when it works it's beautiful mm -hmm. like summer soul oh yeah good example good very good example yeah um okay so then uh i the obviously tar is one of my favorite films we're going to get to that in right. a sec some other movies i wanted to mention that i really loved as well uh decision to leave oh yeah the new uh uh Park Chan Wook movie. I movie. love it. I haven't gotten to it. Oh, my it's goodness. unbelievable. It's wonderful. And I am a... It's a huge fan. It's like wow. one of those... Uh, well, we'll get to it. It's on my list, too. Okay. Um, Stars at Noon is the new... Is the new... Um, if only there was a hall of records in that little... Sorry, Sharky. No, we're not We're not <laughs> editing it. No. Staying in, baby. Staying in. I thought Josh Doing might remember because we did an episode on her. On... Um, Oh, um, uh, the French lady. Yes. Um, now I gotta remember the name of her other movie. Blue cover. Um, yes. Another one. 
Beautravai. Beautravai by mm. uh, Chantel. Uh, no, you're you're about to say Chantel, but it's uh, Claire Denis. Claire Denis. Claire right, Denis right, right, has right, a right. new movie that mysteriously is on Hulu. Huh. How that happened, I have no idea. But the new Claire Denis is on Hulu. It's really good. It is similar. Bad people who are lost connect in a place where they're not supposed to be. Okay. And they try to figure out how to be better people despite clearly not being very good at being people. It's kind of what all our movies are That's about. kind of her thing, right? It's yeah. like this weird belonging of a tribe that has no belonging. It's always like, here are some people who are broken on a personal level who just happen to be white people in a place that maybe they don't belong. No yeah. reason for that. Just think about that. Like, hey. It does is- not sound like it's for me. I am fairly tired of that. Yeah. It might uh, not. Yeah, well, to be fair to her, I don't know if it's for you. No one has does the, what she does. Right. I've none of her movies I've watched and gone. Oh, that's just like someone else's movie. Yeah. No. It's and very I, specific, I assume, but it's also because very she, specific taste and flavor. Yeah, you know. I assume which, she's so she's been around for a while. She's very people say she's very influential. Right. I can't think of a lot of movies that like try mm. what she does, but in theory, she's very influential. So I don't know. Right. Uh, keep going. On the count of three was maybe oh, one that, of my favorite comedies this year. I didn't. I saw that at Sundance like a couple years ago. Really? Yeah, that was the the Carmichael movie. Um, yeah, it only yeah. just came out to Rock everybody Carmichael. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw it at Sundance like before pandemic. No, wow. no, during pandemic because oh, it was, it was online. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That movie's great. Did you see I that? Loved it. I did not. Oh, that's like a that's that's one, dude. Yeah, because it's it's ridiculous, and there's like a lot of themes in there that I think are very subtle, but very poignant. Uh, and then just to wrap up real quick, uh, a movie called After Sun. Have you seen oh, this I haven't seen it. That's an A twenty four one. Yeah, broke me. Word broke me. Ah, very sad after yeah. that movie. I mean, it's See, good, but it really was have like. You guys noticed there's been a lot of bummers this year, like a lot of bummer movies. I mean, there's always bummers, but yeah, but it seems like I will more... speak on that. Oh, okay, okay. I appreciate All that. Right. Okay. Uh, and then a movie called The Cathedral, uh, that is just one of the, it's it's in theory it's just the story of a family sort of exploring the complicated relationships in this family and the way it's affected this person as he's grown up and you see him played by different people but it's done in a style that almost feels like it's recreations like it feels like it should be a documentary and what you're watching is recreations of things but that's the whole movie it's just a narrative movie oh wow and it places each of these very personal events which in the context of the years that they happen so you see like what's going on in the country and politics and stuff and it's just such an interesting way to tell that story Mm. i found it really compelling and very beautiful because even though the style reminds you, uh, reminds me, I shouldn't say, speak for other people, reminded me of reenactments. Mm-hmm. The camera work always kind of shifts a little bit, so it's off, and it kind of shows you things that you wouldn't see. If you're watching mm-hmm. Unsolved Mysteries, right, you would see the shot, but then you wouldn't necessarily hear the dialogue while someone's hand is like holding something, and you can tell that they, just from the way they're holding it, the anxiety they're feeling at the conversation mm-hmm. that's happening. So it's like that combination of like an interpretive and then a very sort of flat, style really fucking worked for me and i was really surprised by it so those are all of my uh favorites i oh one last one iranian movie called hit the road Mm. it is um it plays like a just a family trip movie like we're on a trip together in a car and it's fine Mm. but it's so that the older son can escape the country there's a whole process to escape out of Iran into other places. And it's because he's been called up for mandatory military service and he doesn't want to do that. So 
uh, it somehow manages to have this undercurrent of this very sort of serious event. But the family is like one of those families that's kind of always messing with each other. Mm. And there's an older son and then a younger son. And um, this child actor is purposefully annoying. Like, it's not like, oh, this kid doesn't know what he's doing. It's like, someone found a funny kid and just told him to say crazy shit the whole movie. And the kid's doing it. It's hilarious. But it's, okay. it's, it's more hilarious if you're the kind of parent who goes, fuck, that's what my kids. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. That's how it felt. And they're trying to deal with, like, our child is fleeing the country. Our other child just, you know, tried to eat something he shouldn't. And we have to navigate these two emotions right <laughs> yeah and it's really great it's really great it's called hit the road so that's it for me movie wise that's my whole list let's talk about tar um i chose tar let's give me a little bit of problems there uh so for me i chose tar because a i was really impressed by it on a technical level i love the performances i love the way it's shot i also yes unbelievable so good I also felt like, so I've said a few times to you guys, and I don't know if we said it on the show, but I'll say it right now, that I feel like it's kind of campy. The movie's kind of campy. And you guys are like, what are you talking about? The best is that Sharky's response was, camp, you say? (laughs) (laughs) So so let me be very specific. (laughs) specific. Camp is not comedy. Camp is serious. But the question you ask is, do these people know what they're seriously doing is ridiculous? And I think Todd Fields has a, has a tell. Uh-huh. The tell being the end of the movie. And in fact, the whole time I'm watching the movie, the question of the movie, which people seem to think the question of the movie is just where he started. So when I think about Tar, right, the motivating thing that we start with is this character who... Um, because of their power, doesn't see themselves a lot. In fact, the way they present themselves is like not who they are. And I think the beginning of the movie shows us a lot of that because her interview is meant to portray an ease and an unconcern with image. But all the things we've seen leading up to that show how obsessed with image she is. And in fact, even her introduction was clearly written by her, even though she pretends not to know what he's going to say, because her assistant is mouthing the words, right? Yes. And in the audience is her, like, the haunting avatar of her abuse is watching this thing, and we only right. see her from the red hair. And I think all of that is meant to be a send-up of these institutions, which in the interview that uh, both me and Shark is to, Todd Fields revealed that it could have been anything. In fact, originally he wasn't sure if it was like oil or whatever. I think in choosing art, there is a sense in which um, some people are watching the movie and they're seeing all these things and they assume that uh, the art that is represented by this orchestra is good. In fact, it must be great. And so therefore, you're not meant to think all these things are kind of stupid because... It can't be. She runs an orchestra. Yeah, because it's mom. She knows what yeah. she's doing. Mm. And I think, and again, I don't know. This is just my read. My read is that when it's revealed how false she is, how um, the only relationship she has that's human is with this daughter and she loses it, when her past is this thing that she's hidden, we see her actual childhood home and her brother. And the, the only thing we know about her brother is that he doesn't know what's going on, but he knows she's full of shit. Right. 
that's the, the person who knows her the most, probably more than her partner from what we can tell. Mm. Uh, he's just like, oh, it's you, Linda. You know, I think right. all of that is meant to suggest that not just a character study of this character who is a female representation of everything we associate with patriarchy. Mm. I think it's also meant to say like institutions, even if they're artistic institutions, often hide what's really going on. Like that she... That they're all artifice. Well, this very idea that in being a conductor, she controls time. Right, right, right. And she can judge all these other players, some of which are like magnificent, amazing players. She knows more than they ever could because she's the conductor. And this, everything about it, I think we're, in my mind, we're meant to question. And when I think about the movie that way on second watch, there were more things I found funny and I think that's not weird. I think that it's meant to be both things. There's a serious thing going on here, but we should all get the feeling that it's also a little bit ridiculous. And that I think that's why it's so, when he was talking about balance, I think he's so concerned with balance, not just because he doesn't want to like be preachy and push whatever, but he's worried that he's going to show his hand because if he makes it too ridiculous, that's not camp, that's a comedy. That's right, satire. Right, right, right. It's right. not so a satire. This is, the balanced this approach. is real. Yeah. But you might see it as funny. And I, I've, I've, it's interesting how often not only have people not felt like there was anything funny in the movie, but a lot of people think maybe she's not so bad. This is part of the reason I wanted to talk about it. It was not just because I wanted you guys to see it and hear what you thought. Yeah. I just can't handle the folks who watch this and go, I don't know. I mean, she's, 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 yeah. she's kind of being railroaded here. I, I, I feel for Lydia. And I'm like, what are we talking about? And I, and I suspect it might be because of her authority. Her fake, by the way, movie made up authority. It isn't real because there's no human like this. Right, there's right, no right, human right, like right. this that exists, but they're just kind of like, I don't know. I, I don't I, think there's an actual human like this that exists. That's, that's right. But this is an accurate. Yes. Uh, uh, painfully accurate. Archetype? Or, yeah, that's correct. Or, yes, or, yes. or building of, of an individual that would be like this. And Todd Field spent, spent 10 years yes. creating this, yes. this fictional human being right? he, that he would knows occupy. her so well. And I, and I believe when he says it could be, it could have been anything that that's not true. It had to be in the liberal arts type of field. <laughs> it had to be. I think, had to be. Yeah. I think yeah. when because, he started the idea, it could have been anything, but I think he ended up where he did for a reason. Well, it, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have made any sense right. for her to be uh, upper board level management of some kind of business, right? Mm -hmm. Right, because now yeah. you're telling me something I already know. Right, that within the patriarchy, within the institution, the overall expectations will dictate the behaviors of the individuals playing the parts. Right, right. People don't believe that when you get to academia, when you right. get to uh, the high arts. Right, because it's still subjective. Right? Well, There's now no she's a, a number. homosexual uh, woman. Right, occupying was generally a white male, straight males position well and right? she's also playing into the canon like sure she you know she's obviously familiar with abstract composers she asks her assistant when she's playing the thing like does it just sound like warmed over whatever the guy's name is yeah so she knows that art but then when the kids like when she's in the class and they want to do this weird shit she's like yeah what about bach and it's like that guy wait yeah. a minute when right. you were their age you didn't want to hear about bach like what the shit fuck brutal that well, whole scene she's Sweet lifting baby. up the existing establishment which she comes from yeah but because she's a u-haul lesbian right <laughs> as she likes to say as yep. she likes to say yeah um that it kind of 
means that she should be taken seriously on it. Right. Right. Like, and it's just, it, all it is, is the movie to me is about mimicry and obsession. Sure. Obsession for a high level of success, which most people have a desire in some capacity and the mimicry that it requires to achieve it. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's, that's what is the intent. I think that's, I think that's fair. I think that's probably true. Were you into it? No, I think it's a beautifully executed movie. Yeah. I think he created an excellent character. Uh, I'm, I'm super tired of, of seeing and experiencing these individuals. Yeah. And I believe we're on a trend where right now that's all we're experiencing because it's hot. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. It's it's hot to experience these like, okay, we're going to go real back to a touchy subject. Right. Right. Barbarian. Why doesn't barbarian work for me? It's very simple. Hmm. You're telling me something that I already know immediately. Right. I know who the bad guy is. It is not cathartic or entertaining for me to see him get his comeuppance, just like Tar. It is not interesting to me. Right. Like, I, it doesn't, I don't, you're screaming into the echo chamber. I get it. I'm already here with you. See, I don't think that it works for Tar because most people, I think, don't get that. I, I mean, I'm... A lot I can of people speak for me, and I'm trying to only speak. No, for me I understand. I understand. In general, because it's my interpretations of things could be completely different than other people. Sure. So I'm going to say this mainly, but I do, I only mean it because this is how I say it. If you don't understand that it's you're not you're supposed to be like ha ha when she ends up uh, conducting a cosplay sure. situation, right? I just don't understand what movie you watched. But I also think the irony of that is not just that she's doing something that she would have formerly been maybe not, uh, she wouldn't think is very respectable. It's the underlying concern here for me is I, I actually think that audience is much more appreciative. I think the audience coming to uh, see her do the other thing, it's all status. They don't yeah. give a fuck. They don't know any of that shit. Correct. And the reason yeah, they yeah, believe yeah. all that bullshit she's spewing in the interview is because they don't know. They just want her to tell them so that they can feel smart. But this audience of people she's playing video game music for, yeah, they fucking they give a like fuck. They're probably they I care bet more than anything in yeah. the world. And yeah. she's executing it on a very high level. Right. That should be success. Right. But it's not success yeah. in the in in the field that she was trying to mimic her way through. Right. Mm. Interesting. I'm just tired of the character. Yeah. I get that. Right. No, I it's, get it's, that. it's well it's done. For, Todd Field for is, me. is excellent. For me, I don't know. I don't think I've seen this character done as well as this, though I think you could name a ton of characters like this. I feel like this is, for me, a specific example I very much like. Sure. And I felt like the tone of it was what I wanted, which um, I feel like, again, he claims that this is very balanced, that you're not supposed to whatever. And that's fine. I'm, I'm not here to criticize how he feels about his own movie. However, um, the, the sorts of films about these sorts of people that make the same kind of points I think are being made in this film tend to be very heavy-handed, like overly heavy-handed. Yeah. That's not how I feel about this. I think it's, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And for me, I just found it so ridiculous. Like, I, I couldn't watch it. When it ended the first time, I thought, maybe I'm just fucking crazy because... <laughs> 
I was like giggling through a lot of the movie, and it was it was I was I was laughing at her. Well, the apartment thought, for sale scene is is comical. Sure, but I mean, even some of the serious stuff, she says things, and I go, "Fuck no, what? <laughs> no, stop!" Even like the man, the ways she manipulates the people around her. Maybe I shouldn't think it's funny. Maybe I'm revealing that I'm an asshole. But no, the ways, I, I the ways that she manipulates yeah. those people is hilarious. I was laughing. Now, granted, not laughing as much as I was at a movie that's a comedy but is very depressing to the count of three we, I just mentioned. That's a comedy. It's also really sad, right? And, but there's more jokes in it. So that's a different kind of laughter. But I was the audacity of what she was doing and the ways that people were going along with it. I just, even when I watched it with Suze, because that's when I watched the second time, I wanted Susan to see it. There were multiple times I was just like, can you believe is this? <laughs> did you see that? And she was not she, real. And yeah. she would just look at me and go, "What the fuck?" And I'm like, "I know." And then when it was over, she's like, "I don't think that's the movie that people have been telling me about." And I'm like, "Well, I think people see this movie differently, and it's like a, mm-hmm. uh, it's revealing things about its audience, I guess, you right, know." Right, right. But I don't know. I, for me, it worked better than some of the other things. But I, I understand what you're saying, and especially in relationship to Barbarian, which I liked. Yeah, fine. but I understand what you're saying about Barbarian, which is like. Um, that the comeuppance is the tale, right? Right. I, th- I gotta say, my least favorite see, part. He's the bad guy. Now he's gonna get what he deserves, and it's like, yeah. man, I know he's the bad guy. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. The tracks. I mean, it's a yes. bummer. It's same thing with Glass Onion. Let's tie it to yeah. Glass Onion, right? Glass Onion is an absolute not no deal for me. I don't. I don't dig it. Why? Because you're just doing things that I know that are happening now. Like, sure. stop doing that. It's a good movie. It's well executed. It's well acted. Um, it's just, a little, I, I think like, that's a little I, more cliche, though, than Barbarian, in my but, opinion. Well, but even still, right? Like, I'm just saying, like, you're creating these things that scream into the void of agreement. Okay. And All it's right. like, oh, the 50% of don't, people that don't like it, they're the bad guy. And it's like... Well, no, no shit, dude. Like, what are you doing with this? What, are, what, is, what value is this other than than very basic entertainment? And I'm, I'm not saying I didn't like the movie. I'm not saying I didn't like the, what anything. I'm just saying like I'm just over that, which is why I picked what I picked. But Tar okay, okay, is, okay. Uh, is that template still? Yeah, on a very, very, very high level. level. Like yeah. the same, same thing with Causeway. Like for different reasons though, mm-hmm. but it's just done on a very, very high level. Like. I'm not coming to any personal, and it can only be my personal reaction. Sure. Like, release or... or Catharsis or... Or, or any... Yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not getting what I want from the, from the media that I am consuming. Okay. Yeah. Noted. Which is to be challenged. Right. I'm not challenged. Okay. I, 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 I found it hard to be challenging, though. Not at all. I, fo- I found it uncomfortable in, in aspects that I can relate to the, sure. the character in myself. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like that, that's always fun for me. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like, oh, that's, yeah, no, I've, yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, great. Yeah, right. It. Those yeah. behaviors aren't good. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then that's, that's, that's yeah. fine. But I know they're not good. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there's no discovery. Like, I don't, there. like, it's not, it's not shining like a massive full body reflection upon me. Like it's, 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 you're showing me my finger. Like <laughs> you're not showing me much here. Got it. Interesting. That's an interesting read. But again, other people are going to have totally different reactions to yeah. that because yeah. 
I'm not an individual or I'm not special, right? But but I definitely am going to absorb yeah, things right. differently. Sure, yeah, everyone yeah, has yeah. their own. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like what you've done and how you've lived will will paint your you respond to your it. your uh, interest in the in the piece. I mean, I will say that for part of part of my response to Tar is a little more detached as well, in the sense that like Tar was one of the few movies that was like really high up. If I was going to make a list, they would be really high on my list that didn't make me cry. Like most of my favorite no, movies uh, make yeah. me cry. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this one, it was almost the opposite. I was giddy a lot of the time. Cause I just was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> holy shit. But, um, but yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. This is interesting. See, it's funny for me. Tar is a different resonance because you know, I've sang in choirs with conductors in this manner. Sure. So the, the, the pain of it, is very real for me because I've sure. been there. You know what I mean? So my, my experience with, with Tar is a lot more of a emotional resonance and terror. You know what I mean? So seeing the camp in that is kind of hard for me because of that experience. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah, but I mean, uh, what's the movie? Um, what is that movie called? Mommy Dearest or whatever. You ever seen that? Um, oh, with the abusive mom. And, but, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, hor- horrifying thing. Yeah. Luckily, luckily my mom never will listen to this podcast, so she'll never know that there are moments in my life that, <laughs> that resonate are with that movie. Mommy dearest. Yeah. Sure. Also, yeah. high camp, highest possible camp. Yeah. The yeah, definition yeah, yeah, yeah. of it. I think that's the complicated thing about this thing, mm. and I also think the term is somewhat. We're, we're somewhat describing a thing. Yeah. You're you go to right that term, John Waters, and, and well, I think you also go to that term because there's not a better word for it yeah and so yeah. like when you're like what is it exactly it's like i don't know watch <laughs> watch valley of the dolls watch bobby dearest watch you watch the things watch that people yeah. use it for mm-hmm. and then decide for yourself what is it that resonates and a lot of time it is this like it is a thing that is serious but there's mm-hmm. something about it that is also deeply not serious right, in how right, serious right, it right. is and so uh, again i'm not the expert i'm neither a cultural critic nor for a lot of people camp is associated with queerness and i am unfortunately very straight so i don't try to claim like i'm an expert it's just right. when i saw tar and i felt that resonance i immediately had to look around and be like am i is is anyone else on this page and there are some people not everyone there are lots of people who think it's like serious who would be thing. really yeah. bummed on our re like as well me and sharky are disagreeing about how we felt about it i think we feel pretty much the same about the character personal reaction right, right we both right. agree it's a good yeah. movie and i think that and I, but seen. i think there are people who would be bummed on our read on lydia tar Right, but you can't be because because that's the thing. It's a character. Yeah, like if you were to meet me in person, right? Right. This, and this is how you should. Th- I think you should think about this movie. That's fine. You're on your own track. Yeah. Um. Well, Liam just smashed the mic. Yeah, it's really good for podcast. Fuck. Um, if you were to meet somebody in person, right? Your perception of that individual is from a clip of time that you get sure. to meet them. Yeah. Right? You're like we're getting to live with Lydia Tarr much longer than that. But like you're gonna have a different read and a different experience than, uh me and Josh or me and Liam having, having a conversation, right? Like, so when you watch this movie, your reaction could be in sure. that way. Yeah. 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 Right. So you can't be angry at our, I just think our take on it is yeah. what our experiences with that individual, but I think it's a movie about an individual. The reason I think people do that in this case, well, there's a few reasons, but in this case, one of the reasons might be the narrative is so tied into who she is that if someone feels very strongly sure in a very different way that might bum them out. They yeah. might be really bummed. And I'm, I'll tell you what, I've definitely, I haven't searched them out, but I've a couple times found responses to Tara that I thought like, I don't want to judge somebody based upon their thing. But I, I thought 
I feel like you saw a different movie. Yeah. And again, not because we disagreed about whether it was good. It was their read on who Lydia Tarr is. And I just sure. was like, okay, well, I guess we just see it differently. You know what I mean? I don't want to paint anyone in a, in a negative way just for that, but it felt, it can feel alienating sometimes when I've read what some people say about the movie. Sure. You know, like, what but, the if what they're, but if what they're writing is, hey, um, people with less, what's a good word for it? Other than privilege, but privilege. Sure. Come to you for opportunity. And the way you gatekeep is in a very inappropriate way, mm. right? There is no discussion that can be had with me that you can't say that that's that you say that's right in because yeah, it's that's not the correct way. That is that is that is yeah. a that is a massive unprofessional right. problem. I mean, right? I think that's the thing is that I also wonder, we can disagree on the person yeah. that she is, right? Right. But the act, but the act that right. leads to the downfall mm. is it's undeniably yeah. a I mean, problem. I mean, don't I would recommend both of you don't Google tar and cancel culture because you're not going to want to know the way some people think this is a very vicious takedown of cancel culture and woke liberals and i'm like what movie did you watch what wow. am i talking about That's intense no thank you i mean yeah. i stay away from from those, those yeah discussions. things because like, like i said the, the movie at that point then only works for those who know uh, how do i want to word this That's a little more a little less obvious. I, it only it only works for those who already know what's up. Right. Right. Like so, it only works for those who are willing. Right. This is a better way to say it. They yeah. are willing to be like, "Hey, this is a actual problem." Yeah. Right. Like you have to be willing yeah. to to be there. If you're not at that point as a human being, which you could be, people right. are. Yeah. Able to change. Yeah. Right. Yeah, totally. Um, if you're not at that point as a human being. Then this movie's, this movie's yeah, not for not, you, it's not yeah, and it's yeah, not yeah. designed to change your feeling on that subject no, at all. No, it's no. not. Right? Yeah. So you're screaming into the void of agreement. <laughs> I'm I, sorry, I keep I bringing it up. Yeah, right. but I'm just saying it's a very, it's a very poignant uh, image. Yeah, I get it. And I, yeah, right, right. I, I'm not going to repeat it. Sorry. Well, no, it's, I just, think, it's just a pet peeve of mine. Well, then, where, where do we want to go next? Which way you want us to go next? Because I think this takes us in interesting places on both of your movies, so yeah, I don't know who wants um, to go. You guys can dictate that because I'm kind of just flying. Yeah, just go with program it. Program here. You want to go next? I well, no. Let's go. Let's have you go next. Okay. Only because I'm curious about the causeway thing. As only because I want. I, well, we don't have to start there, but when we get to talking about causeway, because I I wonder my thought about causeway when I read what people were saying about it was that I wonder if they wanted it to have more of a thing. If there is such a thing as this screaming into the void of agreement, a lot of people seem to feel like Causeway didn't have a perspective, that it was a movie without oh. perspective. No. I would disagree, I would disagree with that. With yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I don't... I, I I'm actually maybe what the exercise was. Yeah, well, that's what I... That's... I ended up liking it in a way that I would, felt not as deep as I wanted it to be because I do think for people who are interested in acting, Jennifer Lawrence and um, Brian yeah, Brian Terry Henry, fantastic, unbelievable, so good, like career defining performance. I actually thought, th I mean, there's an unbelievable aspect of of their friendship, um, but I actually believed yeah. by the pool scene yeah. that they were a 
long time complicated friendship. Yeah. Right. With with similar yeah uh, trauma experience that that connects them, so they have like a trauma bond mm. that's almost unspoken but danced around. And I, I found that to be very compelling. Extremely. Yeah. Right. No, same. That's why. Yeah. I, that's but it's their it's their acting that that makes that work it's because, and I'm like I'm not knocking the writing. You you really got into that relationship fast. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. an un, un, unbelievable almost like. I mean, I think that's one of the things people felt strange about was maybe it was a little too fast. Well, it's but also a for quick me, quick movie. It moved yeah. at what eighty eight minutes. Something yeah. Like that? Something so, like that. Well, okay, Josh. Let's start. Let's get in, get into your list. And right. Then, right. Yeah. And then yeah, we'll yeah, do yeah. Cosplay. You had you had a lot of stuff on my list. Sure. Decision to leave. Uh, I'm gonna put up Banshees of Inisherin. I didn't get to see. There you go. I fucking love that movie. That is. Let me say that's on my list. I just forget. This is what happens. I forget something and I didn't put it down. That movie's fucking amazing. Oh, they just interviewed anyone who's listening. They just interviewed the director on the uh, McDonough guy on uh, Roger Deakins podcast. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, but um, that movie I thought was really wonderful in a way that like try to stay into your microphone because when you turn your head, I can't hear you. Oh, sorry. Right. It's just one of those movies that is such a simple premise that took me in a place that I wasn't prepared to go. Sure. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was uh, genuinely like a stirring movie. Um, so that's on my list. The Menu is on my list. Yeah, it should be. I fucking loved it. Did you guys love that movie? I, I, I'm not understanding the bland response to that movie. Yeah. It's like fucking genius. See, this is funny, Sharky. I agree with you. <laughs> the people I know who didn't like this movie would claim that this is the most obvious example of the thing you have against these other movies that they saw this year. Man. Everyone I know who didn't like this movie thought this is obvious? the most back padding, obvious movie Ooh. of the, like, in a, in a bitter way. Like, ugh, this is the most, the, the most, everyone knows this. This is not a more interesting take. And some of the movies people were bringing up as better versions of this movie. Are movies I like, uh, but I thought this movie was much more interesting take on it. Like, so for example, what was the movie uh, Ready or Ready or Not? The, oh yeah, the yeah the the yeah. one with the with the game and the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even like Your Next was one of the movies people brought up. I like those movies. Yeah, and I'm not saying I like this movie more, but when it comes to the idea that like, well, they're all saying the same thing. I feel like the menu was a much more well thought out. Yeah, sort of take on those things, and it's not just contrarian in a way. You know what right, I mean? It's right, not right. just like, oh, this is what you like. This is why it's bad. So, it's, right. are are the the characters the 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 issue they have? Because I, there's one thing that makes this not that. Okay, go for it. Okay, so the characters are the exact thing that we are talking about, right? Except, sure. Except yeah, yeah, yeah. for um, M starts with her name. Anya Taylor Joy. No, 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 no. Her oh. character's name. Oh, um, I already forgot it. No, because yeah. it's, it's just two names. Right? Oh, right, because she's right. got the, that, the real that name is, and the other name. That is the anomaly in this situation. Sure, right, sure, sure. Right? right, the foodie is obviously yeah. very, um, like, that's who that would be. Like, a lot of those characters are exactly, exactly what I would expect from them. Yeah. Um, and that type of establishment is exactly what I would expect. And that type of obsessive fandom chef, yeah. right, is, is the kind of thing that I would expect. I would not expect him to be of such little privilege to have risen to that point. Mm. I think that's inaccurate, but I think his self portrayal of who he is and why he is sure. doing what he is doing. Yeah. And the fact that everyone is now on board. Right. Yeah. Um, that's what's interesting about this movie. It is. I'm going to spoil this movie right now. So 
you cover your ears if you don't like it. <laughs> the fact that everyone is going to commit suicide Fucking in man. this man's name because his art is meaningless anymore it's is the interesting insane. aspect of this movie. Yes, I know that the the service industry is treated badly by by customers and sure, overexpected. Yeah. That is not what I got from this movie. What I got from this movie was a man of such high ego thought that the ending of his of his art and the the uh watering down of his art for consumer purposes yeah. was reason enough for everyone to die. Jeez. Although to be, fair, it was, to be fair, it wasn't his idea. <laughs> Saved. It, but to be fair, it wasn't his idea. Yeah. But but I agree. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And the, yeah. but the, the, the cheeseburger. His ego has to be at that level for everyone else to be that soul that they're like, well, chef, the only solution is for us all to kill ourselves. Yeah, all and when they say clearly. it, he goes, yeah, that makes that makes sense. That's what we should do. Yeah. Is that yeah. good genius? But I, I love when he gets the foodie to hang himself. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah. So I was like, yes, so good riddance, fucking jerk. So good though. <laughs> but I, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, maybe no. I'm contradicting myself, but but it's, it's I'm telling you, it's it's the the in the nihilistic ego of that movie that made it interesting for me sure is that a, is that a no, right that way to say sense. that no no, no. Yeah, 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 i, I yeah. think it, i think it does make sense i think that um again maybe this is going to come up with causeway too mm -hmm. i do think that there are pe there are folks who feel like they want more from these movies right mm -hmm. so with causeway i think the response that you guys had of like it doesn't need to be about all these other things it's about mm -hmm. their relationship right i think for some folks their feeling is if you're going to include these things for context, right, then they should matter more than they do. That there should be more gravitas. And to... in the case of the menu, I think people were, and again, this is my negative thing. So take this, you know, with a grain of salt. If you're someone who hated the menu, sorry about that. You but hated it. No, no, no. If so, if you're oh, someone oh, who hated oh, right, the menu, right, 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 right. My feeling is some of the people who hated it, they wanted more from it because it's a film that is very much i think putting forward a class related critique now i agree with you sharky i do think it's also related to specifically the experience of people who see themselves as very creative who then feel like in order to survive they have to offer that to people who will never appreciate what they're doing right that this is the thing there but i think you're also right the film doesn't want you to see this dude as a fucking hero. Like, I think part of the inclination of people is if you see this guy doing this thing and you think at some level, obviously you don't think it's a good idea for you to do it, but you might think there's something about it that inevitably you also want to see this guy as like, maybe not heroic, but like an anti-hero. You something. do it at, at, at moments, you do. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't will think... give you a del Toro quote to explain why this movie is good. Continue. My point being is that I think if you're looking for that and you're not noticing that the movie is, in my mind, more nuanced than that when it comes to his character, then I feel like it might feel kind of unsatisfying, you know, and it might feel a little too obvious, right? But um, I did like it a lot. It, it, it wasn't one I think I liked as much as you guys did, but I didn't understand people really fucking hated this movie. I think more people are like us and liked it, but the people who hated it, like, I was just really surprised. Oh yeah, it's like a wow. one, one star for some people. Rollo, Rollo, and I was just like, "What the fuck is going on?" I don't. What's, get what's it. the Del Toro quote though? I'm curious. Oh, yeah, okay. that's what I. So this hear. is why that character is interesting, right? Sure. 
rough del Toro quote. The, the, the universe will give you what you need, right? That's a pretty typical statement, right? Yeah, right? yeah. And everything else is just a tantrum. Okay. So okay. his, and this is in response to like, if, if Pinocchio never got made, right? Right. The universe will continue. Sure. It is not world breaking. It is not, it doesn't ruin humanity. The fact that uh, things happen and things don't happen, like, that is fine. Um, any kind of push to inflated ego and greatness that my thing should exist because of how important this is to humanity sure. is tantrum, which is what our chef is. Yeah. Huge yeah. tantrum. I mean, I get, I, I get, oh, I, I mean, don't we're wrong. And actually, Some of, everyone agreed to dying at the end. <laughs> well, so good. I also, I, I, I get why people, there is something very attractive about the things he does to these awful rich people. Right. So right, I don't right, want right. to completely say like, you're crazy that you want to feel good about him. I get why you might want to feel good about him because these people suck. Yeah, they're terrible I people. I mean, they're like the worst people. I will say the suicide is what, what the, the first suicide right. is what, was when almost the dude hangs himself, too that relatable for me. I'm not saying that I'm sure, I'm sure, the, sure. Don't, don't, don't get me twisted. <laughs> um, the fact that he was like, "You want to be me," but uh, the fact is, you could never be me, no matter how sure. hard you work. Yeah, and that is a true statement about people who are creative and with yeah. talent. Right? You might be an excellent storyteller and a great chef, but I'm telling you right now, bro, you are not going to be Anthony Bourdain. There is zero percent chance. It's never going to happen. There was one, right? <laughs> Your mimicry to attempt to be him could never be. Not gonna get, get that out of your head. Yeah, yeah. There is no way you will Art never stop. achieve that 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 level of of that individual because that is that person. True. With that and said, that realization, people want to kill themselves. Made him want to kill himself. <laughs> Right, but it shouldn't make you want to kill yourself. No, why? Should... Because you know why? Because you can just do you. Yeah. Right. Really. Right. You could be I mean, one. We already know that that dude. The 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 big reveal that he like was fully aware the whole time what was going to happen, but he's going to do it anyway. Yeah. Was like, that was the fucking cherry on the, you know, Sunday for Sunday. me. I was yeah, like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. So I was I was thinking like, how did she even end up here? You know what the fuck? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, Causeway, oh, though. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Did you? You only Sorry. got through a couple of movies. Did no, you want to anything that. else? Yeah, that was just like a hot no. button. <laughs> no, 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 totally. <laughs> but I mean, the menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's good. the thing about Causeway. Causeway okay. to me, I thought was like a very relatable movie. Just the concept of two broken people, like you said, that are trauma bonded together. But the fact that like one person and the other, they switch in the roles of caregiver okay. and uh, injury. It's such an interesting, like, a nuanced way to tell that story, but masterfully executed by the two leads. So that's that was what it was about that movie that really resonated. Just like the 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 fact that the reflection of the caregiver is also the injury. It's so good. It's so, and it's such a subtle way that they did it that I thought that that movie was pretty much like in eighty eight minutes or whatever, perfect. I loved it. That description of it, I immediately understand why you relate to. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. That's what I saw yeah. in that movie. I was more just enchanted by the performances. I this. I just felt like the story, and and this is it's interesting because you were saying the part of what appeals is the economy of mm -hmm. storytelling. Yeah, 
And when it was over, I thought that could have been like half an hour longer. <laughs> yeah. I needed I needed more of that because it it felt rushed. You know, the I always make this joke that um, the only movie really that is too short in the world for me is RoboCop. Yeah, Paul Verhoeven. It's you know it's <laughs> it's uh it's eighty minutes. It's barely eighty minutes. It's almost not eighty minutes. Right. And I'm like, it's because Stan Winston's the man, right? It just it's needs perfect. more. Well, because <laughs> because perfect. they really boil it down to all the exciting bits. Right. Right. Okay. Sure. Which is great. No character building in there. <laughs> I, I don't need a lot of it. But uh, I, when it ends, I always think I could spend a little bit, especially because the sequels are, in my mind, people disagree, mm -hmm. so bad that I wish the original just had a little more there. Right. 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 But I will say with Causeway, even though I really do think RoboCop is the only movie that needs much more than it is, uh -huh. I do think that with a little more room, there would be more time to understand that. Yeah. And that in as much as Sharky's point that the, their relationship is pretty fast, pretty early on. It, that's how I felt. And, and like a car wash or whatever. So and I, I get why for some people that meant they had trouble connecting to it because their relationship is what the movie's about. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think I'm sort of suggesting when people feel like maybe it's not about enough for them, because if you don't feel their relationship, there's not a lot left yeah, to the movie of that, not to, much to it. Yeah. For me, at least. I was just kind of like, I, I, again, I did care about her relationship to the military and her need to escape. Like, there's a lot there yeah, to yeah. think about. But also her need to get back and that weird right. drive. That yeah. shit is so interesting right. to me. Because right. it's like, because then it becomes a decision about calling and purpose, right? Like, as well as self-preservation and health. I would right? say it's more escapism. Right. But that's like the, the other side sure. of the coin. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, again, I found it infinitely like fractal. Like, see, I just don't think it's. I, I feel like for me, I don't see as many layers as you do. I see the relationship and I find that really compelling. Mm -hmm. And it's really not enough people talk about It's also a very pretty movie. Like, it I, is. I, oh, it is. Yeah, I haven't heard enough people sort of engage with how it looks, which yeah. is part of the point, right? And just like absolutely. the scene with them sitting on the bench, I find that to be so beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. It's so yeah. lovely. But, but I just, I, for some reason, I just didn't see as many. I didn't feel like the movie was interested in those other layers enough for me. Mm -hmm. And that was, it wasn't required. But I felt like it would have been interesting for me if there was some of that going on. Mm. However, the relationship works for me. I don't know if that's in. Uh, I'm not convinced the script is, is what it boils down to is. I believe in the relationship because of Jennifer Lawrence and, and the acting. And, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm just not sure the script gave them enough to do. If if they were less good at, because I think a movie, it's great that when there's great actors, right? Mm. But we've sure. all seen independent films. Where these are novices and they're doing the best they can, yeah. but the movie still works. Right. You and take because of the writing. Yeah. You take the, some yeah. other people in this movie. I'm not convinced the movie works, but it wouldn't. That saying that it doesn't work in the way that it says moving. It's also not bad. Like I guess that's my thing is that while I can see the limitations of the movie, mm. with less good actors, it's still a pretty good movie. It's just I think they make it very compelling that relationship, and I do sort of want a little more there if I, if I could get it. Now, you might be right in, when you're talking about the economy. Maybe if it has more there, it gets bloated or it gets boring. I don't know, because as much as I, I'm expressing, I think I want more of this. You don't know. Yeah. You only have the movie you have. Right. You can guess about what a movie would be different, but it could very well be I get the director's cut, and then I watch it and I go, oh, I was wrong. It's too much. <laughs> too much this story. is boring. Too much this story. shit sucks. I think you're on to something there. Um, 
maybe the niceness of this is not knowing where that relationship goes or, right. or any it's of that. Because I might, maybe I'm on a back step here. Um, is this movie about trauma bonds? I mean, that's the only With thing I saw. His, his trauma to, to the car accident and her trauma to her injuries, mm-hmm. uh, as well as her home life. And mm-hmm. maybe, maybe, as I said, this relationship bloomed too quickly, right? Mm-hmm. But it didn't. When you trauma bonder are some of the strongest strong. instant yeah. bonds yeah, 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 that yeah. human beings create, but they're false, right? Right? They're false because soon as like trauma is dealt with, those bonds. Well, but I think that's the movie. That's the movie's about them about moving this. past. Yeah. They're moving past that. But if they're going to, but you don't. You certainly don't move yeah, you past don't things very quickly. Right. Well, like I, think, I think you're supposed to get the friends. idea that they haven't moved past it. They are go. They the movie has the promise yes. of them becoming real friends. That's on sure. the table, yeah. but it doesn't give you that. And no. maybe that's not enough no. for some folks. But for me, that 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 in and of itself was enough. However, I I did want a little more from the movie overall. But I do think, like I think you're right that the connection they have at first is that, but also it can't be that for. It certainly can't be that forever. For either one of them. Well, why would either of them be as empathetic as they are? Right. If it was not for their experiences, do you actually believe, outside of those experiences, that either of those two? Yeah. yeah. Enough to put it in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I, I well, I don't, I don't believe. I don't think they would connect. They could, in other circumstances, they could. Well, no, just not in these particular circumstances, but because they're both, yeah. Well, and I think part of what the movie addresses, but I feel like they could do more to address, is sort of what you hinted at, Cherky, which is that her trauma is not just that she was blown up. In fact, that is not even really the point. Yeah, that's not really the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, the, the, and that's why. It's the injury, but it's not the sentiment. Well, that's why the the most important part of the movie really is when she goes to see her brother, right? Yes. Uh, also, the reveal of her brother being uh, deaf was like, oh, okay, all right. Because it didn't feel, it, it actually made the movie expand in a way that made sense. It didn't feel like, oh, that came out of nowhere. It felt like, okay, this makes even it's more. Part of that. Yeah, this is part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this fucking movie. I think, I I think after great. talking about this, I'm more stoked on this movie. I get it. I get it. It does feel more human in a way that doesn't do what I was saying earlier. Where okay. at first I was like, all right, I get it. Empathy, empathy, be empathetic. Got it. Wonderful. That's that. And I don't think that's the case. I'm, no, I might've no, been no, dismissive no. about this movie. Noted. Well, it's cause you just hated tar so much that you, I, yeah, but I liked tar. I like tar. I, I would rewatch it. Right. But I mean, you're, I mean, this movie's no barbarian, but, no. I, but I won't rewatch that <laughs> because you just walked out like 10 minutes into the thing yeah, and no punched me in the face on. with like, you know, sexual offender. And it's just like, yeah, I know that's bad. That's not good. Yeah. It's not like, not up for debate. Yeah. Oh, There's oh no my defender. God. He's like the monster that's in the caves. Well, no fucking shit. I think you're being too dismissive. But also, about, the other thing you were dismissed of, of the High Viz record, which we're not going to talk about in this episode, they have a song in there called Trauma Bonds. So every time you say Trauma Bonds, I wish I was editing the episode so I could just play the song underneath you when you do that. Oh, you guys are listening bonds. to this? I didn't even listen to your damn record. 
Oh, poor uh, high vis. Brutal. Record's great. But Sharky, why don't you tell us about your movie? Picks yeah, let's get for into 2022. Well, let's, let, oh, do your picks. list first, right? Yeah, do your list, your list first, and then we'll, first, and then we'll go into so, your So, right. I'm, I picked a lot of things that are very, very visible, right? That's because fine. I watched That's them fine. and I enjoyed them. And I don't think you have to be so stuck up about the things you like. You can like the things you like. You just like it. Sure. Fine. And it's not a big deal. And these first two movies are by no way perfect movies, but I took something from them, right? First one is the outfit. That was 2022. I believe it was so. I don't even know what we're talking about. The outfit, Mark, Mark Reliance. And that's immediately transitions no into Phantom of the Open. Also don't know I what we're talking see about. I didn't that one. What is that one? So that's a movie about a golfer that uh, sacrifices some of his dreams and aspirations as a person um, because he has children and, and so on and so forth. Sure, but sure. Uh, he keeps fooling the open into letting him play oh. by pretending oh, okay. to be other people okay. and pretending to be a golf professional. Oh, and wow. he's absolutely so awful. Intense. And never in this movie does he end up being good at golf. He is he he saw it on TV and decided that's what I'm gonna do with my life. Oh my god. And gosh. then he pursues it with and his family completely supports him because his whole life he he gave to his family working at a plant, right? Right. So, sure. And they support him. And the thing is it's a true story. And oh. Mark Reliance is just I'm saying that his name correctly. Awesome. Man, yeah. he, he he plays a character. And I am not tired of seeing it. Yeah. He's like really good. He plays that everything. character in the outfit. He plays that character in Phantom of the Open, even though that it is based on another person, right? Like, I really enjoy seeing him in movies. So those both are on my list. Okay. Agreed. Right. Okay. I love that your intro was these are really obvious because everyone knows about them. And I just was like, <laughs> honestly, I don't know either one of these movies. I'm sorry. Okay, so maybe that wasn't fair to say. Uh, but but these, <laughs> these these were in theater movies. I'm sure I, I just felt like I was out of touch or something. I didn't know. Um, Go on. The Northman. Uh, a lot, of people, about a lot Northman. of people loved it. Didn't work for me. Was it no. So it didn't work for me on first watch. I was okay. like, oh, okay. big, visual, like very good York look. York is in there. Very good look. York is in there. Uh, there's elements, even with her character, like that's, that were very interesting to me. Um, I, I'm definitely a fan of the director. Uh, but afterwards, I was like, yeah, okay. Well, I expected more of you as a director. Fair. That is not a fair thing to do, in my opinion. I just literally said fair, but okay, tell me why. It's <laughs> it's a, it's a, I think it's a fair reaction because it's, it's, oh, it, sure, is, sure, it is yeah, my yeah, reaction. But, uh, okay, but, it's not, it's, but I'm being, well, first off, you don't fucking owe me anything. Yeah. Uh, second off, when you watch that again, that movie's more nuanced than... It really people is give a very it, subtle give it credit movie. for, and it's. I think it's it's. Now I gotta watch it because I have no idea what you're talking about. I just remember on on rewatch, I was like, mm, man, there there's this subtle like. There's just so many layers to the performances. Just think about Anya yeah. Taylor Joy's speech at the end, right before yeah. he oh, jumps boy. off the boat. Yeah, yeah. That shit has me pumping my chest, like pounding, like fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't feel any of that. Oh my sweet baby! But my, also, my number one response was this. I mean, he hasn't made a lot of movies, mm. but this was the first thing I watched from him where I didn't feel like I felt anything. I didn't feel anything the whole time. My really? my question yeah. is: Do you feel like Ethan Hawke, right? Yeah. Set up his own demise because he was injured 100%. with his wife and and that and that oh, and that, that right. is yes, 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 a yes, yes, Viking. Narrative thing to do yeah, that you sure. can be the bad guy, being the bad guy in in Viking culture would seem to be fine as long as you get 
killed in battle. Killed in battle yeah. and go to Valhalla, Valhalla. right? Sure. Uh, right? Like, and it feels like this, this boy had been brainwashed into this perpetual uh, narrative okay. that was only going to end one way for him. It's just looking for the grenade to jump on this whole movie. So it's almost like this yeah. religion cult-ish religion dictated the entire course of this boy's life and everyone was in on the joke but him. Yeah. I agree with everything you're saying. I don't know why this makes the movie better, but I need to (laughs) rewatch it. I found that fun. It's way more nuanced than what it presents itself. Well, when you watch it, you're like Viking. Yeah, swords and no shirts and all that. Tough guy. I also also went in, I also, I'm not the, I'm not the audience for Viking. So the only, the selling point for me was the, was the actors and the director. Mm. If you're just Mm -hmm. like, we're going to watch a Viking movie and I'm like, is it, from the 70s and we're gonna laugh at it because otherwise i'm not stoked like i it's just not my vibe well let's, but, let's first say viking culture is not american culture right sure yeah. nordic culture is not american culture sure. all the all the cosplay vikings out there like like this is not your culture i don't care what your mixed background might be sure like just you can just dump that right in the trash this movie as they're doing like the routine, like in the yeah, yeah, yeah with yeah. um Defoe and all that, like sure. that's it's an uncomfortable like yeah like totally, father son totally. bonding situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So like weird. that is so not American. Yeah. Yes, correct. Yeah, and it's not American. And you know what? It's not your culture, so it should seem off putting to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I appreciate that. It yeah. wasn't like a Sugar we are Vikings and right, axes yeah. and and so on and so forth. Sure. And like let's talk about Odin and blah 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 blah. Like I'm good on that, my man. Like. <laughs> This I felt was something else. Right. Same I thing mean, with the with, with Roost culture, right? Like, I mean, I, I'm okay. I'm okay with some talk about Odin. Is it just depends on what we're talking about with Odin? Yeah, like, man, man, If you always, start telling me that Odin is your god or whatever, like yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, honestly, shit. like we're not even going to touch religion with me, but like I'm I'm good with your cereal box theories sure. that you need to follow. Well, I, and you know, a lot of times the people's talking about that i've always read the like the most surface like the thing to keep in mind I is like, like books about is bro, like yeah. like the religion scholarship not even that deep yeah like, religion scholarship is Google. also who is deep, odin right? that's my dude cool. yeah i'm odin yeah. yeah bro you're not <laughs> well i mean okay but who is who is odin like everyone acts like odin is is that different than loki and it's like no odin is also a trickster who yeah. learns the magic of women, yes. which sets him apart from all the other men because yes. they don't want to learn it. He's like, why not? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's just, everything about him is like sly. Like the point is Thor is the strong one. Right. And in half the stories, that makes him dumb. Like, you know, yeah. only some of the legends are like, <laughs> Thor is great. Some of the legends are like, well, yeah, you know Odin's an wisdom. asshole? Right. That guy. Right. Odin, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, anyway. I need to rewatch. Again, I would suggest rewatching. It's okay. It really I, I don't mind movie. if I don't like it, but it was just some of what you said. I thought, well, maybe I need to give it because the when I watch it, I thought it's well done. I think it all looks great. I don't love the ending visually. Thematically, it's fine. I didn't love how it looked, but overall, I was like, this looks really good. I don't feel anything, and that's fine. But it just made me like not as stoked on it. But now I kind of want to rewatch it just to see if I get something else from it. Okay, keep going. I don't want to. I don't want to take up too much of me being like, right. it's fine. I'm not so, into it. The unbearable weight of massive talent. 
Oh my god! Loved yeah, it. I Honestly, love that fucking movie. Yeah. I need to put more. I need to give more time to comedies because that was one of, for me. I mean, uh, it's not just a comedy, but that was one of the funniest movies it's I saw. So this year. genius! I would say early into my movie, uh, of thinking about movies for real. Sure. Uh, Nick Cage was not something that I enjoyed. Right. Oh, okay. Remember we sure. we talked about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was just like, nah, dog, I'm not no, into think. it. Well. Yeah. I'm wrong. Lo and behold. Right? <laughs> lo, lo and behold. Um, and I'm not going to say pig was the turning point for me, but the man, the man knows exactly who he is and. And knows his place in the constellation. And has, it definitely has a part in it. Yeah, right. And, and that, that, this, this movie was just a real fun, like mockery of himself. Uh, and balls. I, and I liked yeah. it. And I liked it. Pa- well, I'm going to tell you, well, uh, Pascal was like, Oh, yeah, God. Yes. Oh my God, <laughs> that movie—he makes that movie. Pedro Pascal. If, yeah, if so that's good. a movie about any other actor, yeah, then it's Pedro Pascal is the star of the movie. Yeah, Correct. it's only because he's sharing the screen with Nick Cage that you're yeah. like, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. But and he's amazing are, in it. Yeah, 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 they are amazing together. Also, Nick Cage kissing himself is the hottest, hilarious. hottest kiss scene of the year. So yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> so my Nick next Cage one, is a good kisser. <laughs> that's what, what I'm <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, all Quiet on the Western Front. And I don't like military movies. See, I didn't watch. I, didn't I heard it. so yeah. many shitty things that I didn't watch. Well, I shouldn't say that. I saw. I heard so many mediocre things that I just didn't make time for. You, I don't, don't you typically don't get down with war movies like that. No. Yeah, so I, like Great Escape or like Dirty Dozen. I'll put it this way. No, neither of those. Yeah. Uh, I have Come and See on my, my shelf. Sure. Ooh. Not unwrapped. Yeah. Because that's that a is bummer. a specific mood type of movie. Yeah, that's and I, not, as I've, it's great. No, about, it's, as it's, I've it's, announced you be there. to everyone you be there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, already, I am not in the mood. Right. No, that right? tracks though. So it's, it's a good movie. I'm, and, and I'm also not a military uh, war type guy. Like yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't care why because it romanticizes, even if it's trying not to, the glory of war to a degree. Sure. Very, yeah. very few. I don't see Saving Private Ryan still did it. Right. Fury still did it. Yeah. Right. No, like, I see like that. those yeah. these movies just do that, and that's that's not appealing to me because war is a different level of suffering and violence that the average person fantasizes about, but has no actual concept of. You watch this movie, and it is human. Okay. I, I, I mean, I don't think you'll feel that way about Come and See. I don't think there's any glorification in that. Yeah. That's no, I, I, well, but that's, I, but that's I just know so, it's such the a bummer. Yeah, fine. That that movie is human suffering front it's, to back. Yeah, it's, it's so hard. It's so hard. Saw. Yeah, it's terrible. I, I, you know what's funny? I agree with you because even though I love violence in movies, yeah, violence is fine. All yeah. that is just for funsies. Yeah, Correct. it's not like and, you're not going to watch John Wick and be like, that's what hand to hand combat. But I'm not like. saying like that, and that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like. Well, there right. are idiots that, that believe right, that nonsense. Right, right, right. And now they own and they train with their little whatever. Anyway, um, I'm not saying those movies don't have a place. What sure. I'm saying is when you're taking a historical event and painting it in a way right. that is inaccurate. Now, All Quiet on the Western Front focuses on German soldiers in World War One, right? And it, you empathize with those individuals. Sure. And it also then grows into how that played a part into history to come mm-hmm. right i found that very interesting who directed it? 
No idea. No idea. It was a, Net- no idea. a Netflix movie. Um, yeah. I had that, and I I know. went into it with like very low expectations, and was like, "Here we oh, go, okay, actually, okay. all right, all right, yeah, all right." Uh, my next one was a bummer for me. A lot of people thought it was fun. Uh, the sadness. So I found watching it very visceral. Is that the Asian one? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. I found watching it very visceral, but when it was over, I just thought it's fine. Yeah. I just couldn't get excited it didn't about it. Resonate to me. In in the way that like it it just felt like a fucked up train to Busan. Well, I liked it. <laughs> Moving on, Violet Knight. <laughs> Loved Violet Knight. I didn't. So it was exactly what I needed in a movie at that yeah. moment, right? Like just stress and everything else with you know owning other businesses and doing the other things that I do. Every once in a while, you had to have a pressure relief. Violet Knight was that. Did it for you. Yep. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, um. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no need to say anything else, right? We we know it's good. Oh yeah, right. it's so good. Uh, yeah. Nope. Fucking same, love nope. Same, 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 same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Um, and then Pinocchio. Fuck. So let's talk about Pinocchio. Let's talk about Pinocchio for a little bit. It was the, so I'll, as uh, soon as I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, this is why Sharky wants to watch this movie. Sure, sure, sure. It's all stop animated. There's the only maybe the fire. No, uh, the fire is stop motion. Animation. Yeah, it's all. But it's but, then, all. but you, we're going to wrap my whack into this. Okay, sure. All right. All I, all I want to say before that is uh, a little behind the curtains for the listeners. Sharky was like, I can't believe what you guys did to me with these movies because <laughs> he's just in a place where he's, you know, he's been working a lot. He's tired. Yeah. Doesn't need this sort of emotional. And my response was, I don't know what you're talking about. For In my world, Tar is a fun romp. And Pinocchio is like, Fuck you, man! Like yeah, now, 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 to be fair, to be fair, I was in a good place when I watched Pinocchio, so it didn't. All I felt was joy. Mm. But um, you know, people have asked me, Pinocchio, oh, did you watch that with Maeve? And I'm like, no, I'm not an abusive parent. What are you talking about? Not- Del Toro's direct quote is, "It's not a movie for kids, right? Yeah, but kids could sure. watch it with you if you're willing to have a dialogue." Right. And, and and don't be wrong, eventually, but by the time I watch it with her, she'll be. I I shouldn't say that. There are lots of kids who are of the age I think would be appropriate to show this to Maeve that mm. are not emotionally ready yet right. for this movie. Yeah, it's a parental decision. I would like her to be ready at like... 16. No, more like 10. No, I should sure. still be a kid. Right, right. But right. I, 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 I just will have to make the decision because, again, it's not that there's blood and gut. People always assume when you say it's not for kids that it's like... Blood Something and guts fucked, and like Freddy Krueger, sex, yeah, 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 yeah. blood and guts, whatever. No, no, it's a serious film, and you have to mm-hmm. understand as a parent what your kid is going to respond to and what the effect might be. And as much as we were traumatized at young ages by things that we watched, mm-hmm. that maybe isn't the best. And you have to decide like what's appropriate, which doesn't mean you hide things. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to censor forever. Yeah. You got to know where your kid is at and what they're gonna what's they're gonna be able to process with you. And if you can have a conversation, that's great. And I just know my daughter. Not quite there yet. Not that far off either, but not there yet. So, uh, but for me, just emotionally, I was, it ended. I was like, so glad I watched this today. Cause just if I had watched it a few days before where I was, I would have been like, (laughs) 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 but uh, it's, uh, uh, that's not to say it's not fucking magical, but I want to hear how it connects to your whack uh, thing. Oh, uh, that would be more in Del Toro's how he chooses to do things. Okay. So, he is probably a good example of someone who knows how to use tools the way they're meant to be used. Sure. While melding the the tangible practical with 
the the enhancement of visual effects. Wait, what Digital is your take effects. on Del Toro? Though, are you like a Del Toro stan? Are you like casual fan? Like, um, Del Toro for me reminds me that the world isn't full of garbage human beings. Okay, okay, and yeah, should no. continue. Yeah, that is Del Toro for me. He keeps me in. He gives me hope for humanity. Wow, it's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Del Toro is very, very, very important as a storyteller, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I agree. Is he an unknown storyteller? Absolutely not. Right, like Hellboy, Blade, like, yeah. like, like he's done, he's, he's done, done thing things that like people are going to be like, oh, whatever, mainstream dribble, blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. Del Toro tells a consistent message in, oh, dare I say, almost every film, mm-hmm. right? But specifically. The world that Pinocchio exists in, as he says, is the Devil's Backbone's plan, Pan's Labyrinth world. And then back to yeah. right, right, yeah, 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 yeah. back to his use of tools. Right, he is the champion of outdated practices that bring in humanity mm. to characters and fantasy. Right, but he's not afraid of using modern tools at his disposal mm-hmm. right he is very responsible in his decision making and he's very knowledgeable right he knows what he's doing and everything he's doing had a purpose mm-hmm. i was looking at his film list to try to make a joke and i missed my moment <laughs> go ahead <laughs> the, make a joke the only thing on, well because well, i was how does this roll into your it, whack though okay AI. yeah 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 the, he wouldn't the, be afraid of ai ai right. is an inevitability right, right? right. like the, the use of that tool is an inevitability and it has a place yeah. in his tool belt, but it's not to be used all the time, and it's not to replace the individual. And why I believe I can say that about him is he specifically brought in Mexican animators to animate the main characters in Pinocchio sure. because he wanted that feel. Right. And he wanted to showcase the talents and skills the of artisans. Mexican yeah. artisans. Mm. And that is huge yeah right that is a huge thing to do to continue to uplift this community that's cool the only one i could come up with was nightmare alley i guess i could make a joke about hellboy 2 hellboy 2 is his most personal movie point according to him i don't i don't i couldn't i did not like that movie at all but but i mean no it's great stop Stop. i love hellboy 2 stop it's great i actually think first off listen look how cool the makeups are all right i'll give you yeah, that the I, makeups do look, look at the design and the feel of that movie tell me that that is not a good minola representation right like the two of them together are a power yeah because mike minola did have ep like he was an executive producer on it wasn't he like he well was, his, his opinion on all of that stuff is why not they're gonna do it anyway fuck yeah i don't i didn't i don't well here's the thing though i didn't love it I don't think you can make fun of it, really, right. the way that you can make fun of Nightmare Alley. That's the only thing. He Why did. don't you like Nightmare Alley? I think it's bad. Well, I, the movie's really bad like by it. design, though. The original what, Nightmare I, Alley. I sucks. need to know what the the what the book. No, the Sylvester Stallone. Oh wait, oh no, no not Nightmare Alley. I'm thinking of the other Alley. Sorry, yeah. Nightmare Alley is the Tyrone Powers one. 
Because I saw that at Nightshade Film Fest. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, sure. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah, I saw it on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it's Tyrone Power. That movie rules. Yeah, I didn't see the GDT remake of it though. Yeah, I didn't. Did like, I didn't. Like it? I mean, I, again, I wouldn't say it sucks in the way that like, you know, the first four or sorry, first two uh, Fast and Furious films suck. But Point I taken. Go I just, on. I just like to take a shot when I can. I like your shade. Let's hear it. <laughs> but but I I didn't. I found it mostly boring. I didn't really like it. And I certainly don't like it compared to like the the ones for me that are bangers like Kronos or well Kronos yeah absolutely even absolutely, like yeah. even like Crimson Peak people don't love I Crimson love Peak but I think it's really good Crimson I think it's really good it's genius yeah I don't know I just it didn't work it's, for it's me. not high on my list of him I'm not t- I'm not saying the man's not infallible right. I am going to say Nightmare Alley is very good but I don't I don't I gotta see it I mean I love the original. That's with the with the carnival, right? Is that the one where it is? Yeah. Uh, all all I know is that it was a book. Um, yeah, the Tyrone Powers original. Yeah. It's uh, directed by Siad Mac. I think the guy's name is the guy who. Oh, did. you know what? Yeah, no, it is a right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. no, I remember that too. Now that movie's um, fucking genius. But yeah, no, I like that movie a lot. I will watch it now. I, I didn't. It, I didn't, it certainly yeah. isn't going to make any like list that I need to expound upon more. Mm-hmm. But um, I I really enjoyed that movie. What did you think about the puppetry of Pinocchio, though? Like, what what was it? Like, there were certain parts of that movie that uh, shit is taking me to somewhere completely different. Little things. Are too. you talking like, about the movements? Yeah, like his eyes blinking and stuff. Like, stuff oh yeah, like well that. that took forever. I, uh, Holy shit! And that's like, another thing using technology to be able to do something correctly. Um, yeah, Pinocchio was three D printed. No shit. That's right. why it looks like it does. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and there's multiple sizes of Pinocchio. Um, right. and this is. They they do like a behind the scenes like of Pinocchio, uh, which is available to watch. But yeah, there's there's multiple sizes of of Cricket and mm-hmm. and Pinocchio and and different things like that. Um, but it's all it's all on purpose. And mm-hmm. oh, the thing with with stop motion is it has to be on purpose because right. accidents don't happen in stop motion because yeah, everything is right? calculated. Ha- if an accident hours. happens in stop motion, then it's not usable. Mm-hmm. I get that. So everything's on purpose. You build right. in the accidents, How which means you have to, and it's another Del Toro quote, you have to make the, the um, ordinary, uh, you have to capture the ordinary for it to be something special. Sure. So like him batting at the balloon, right? I just yeah. saw him talk about that in an interview. Um, that has to be on purpose. That would happen in a live performance, like the balloon comes in and the guy smacks it and they go well that's genius and they keep yeah. it right that doesn't happen in stop motion so that has to be designed yeah. so like the animator's humanity and and perception of humanity is directly into the the performance i will say i thought it was weird that both the dead kid and pinocchio had a british accent despite being italian it was the same actor yeah that's the part where i'm like why are they british if it's uh, a <laughs> All right, come on. I'm gonna put it. That doesn't bother me. Me and Milani both are like, why is he British when everyone else is Italian? See, I'm more Roman certainly wasn't Italian sounding. (laughs) I I more don't understand if we're gonna talk about voice acting. Okay. Even performance stuff. Sure. Why does anyone have an Italian accent? If we're watching a movie Uh and it's in English. Uh Other than the idea that like if you don't cast an Italian person, it's not authentic for some reason right i don't understand the idea of like well everyone in this movie has different accents yeah unless we're going to say it doesn't matter one way or the other 
Okay. Right. So right. this is just the actor we wanted. He's got an Italian accent. That's fine. But when you watch a movie and everyone's speaking English, but people you know don't have a fucking Italian accent, or over there going, "I buy you have that," and I'm like, "What is what is happening? <laughs> We've landed somewhere in Italy where everyone <laughs> speaks English, but nobody's got the you know. It doesn't make any sense. Why are we doing yeah. that? Yeah. It just feels yeah. like we're pretending at something yeah. that doesn't need to be that pretended make at. Any sense to now again, yeah. people have Italian accents. Like, is this set in America? And this guy's got an Italian accent. That makes sense. Yeah. It's the or I mean, I think you get the same thing right when. Everyone's like, well, we're doing a movie set in Rome, so now everyone has British accents. I guess that's the decision. I just don't think it's necessary. Like, There's a real feeling that if these are all American actors, they can't have American accents because that doesn't sound sophisticated. And I'm just kind of like, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, I cannot fucking care about it's that. I kind of think that when the attention's drawn to it, you can't not see it. It's right. like when you see the black dude in Fury well, Road, you're like, oh, wait, wouldn't there be more black dudes? It, that is true. That's it's one of the, the weird thing. things where you're yeah. like, wait, why aren't there it, other people? How come there's this yeah, yeah, yeah. one guy is doing this thing. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, similarly, for some people, uh, when a movie is set anytime in the past, but they don't speak the way people in the past did, mm. they're fucking done. They can't, they're out. <laughs> and for it. me, if the movie is not particularly accurate in other ways, which happens all the time, where mm -hmm. the people go, yeah, it's in the past, but come on. We're not doing all that. Uh -huh. Then I don't care what they talk. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah. well, they wouldn't have said dude back then. Right. Yeah. And a lot of fucking things. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I'm not here for it. Do me wrong. If you're going to do it, then do it. I don't want to hear that right. you recreated 1920s New York and then there's one little part you skipped on. Like, why spend yeah. millions of dollars? But if the movie's just kind of like, yeah, I don't know, they're kind of old outfits, whatever, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Then I'm like, okay, then it doesn't matter. You've told me what the reality is. Yeah. This happened. We, I just feel like we do this naturally all the time because every almost every story, if you wanted to be that asshole, you could be the Neil deGrasse Tyson going, well, well actually, yeah. in reality, <laughs> well, we're not in fucking reality, so take a hike. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, Hollywood. I mean, right. I, again, if the point of it is to be real, that could also be interesting. Right. Sure. We did it exactly the way it would be in real life. But then I want to know, then why am I watching it? Like, there better be a reason for that. Yeah. It shouldn't just be because you were like, it's so it's so fucking real. Wooden boy walks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. You know what I mean? So I get it. I get it. But, but I hear saying, I hear what you're saying that it's right it could be sure. But I, right I just out. think the accents were mutable. Okay. Overall. Right. So it didn't bother me. I will say that the ending was real heavy handed as well. Like with the with the graves. That was too much for you. No, I won't say it was too much, but it definitely had me weeping. What do you have a well, fucking sure. tombstone for Jiminy Cricket? What? <laughs> Come on, man. He carries him around in a matchbox. I'm gonna. I Ugh. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, but to me, that was tonally appropriate for what the movie did overall. I would agree. Yeah, it yeah, felt like fit. Fair enough. Then again, I do think it's true, right? I think Sharky likes that. I think this is what we're, we're learning this about Sharky. <laughs> that Sharky's that? into the downer ending. Well, it doesn't. Well, I don't not think a, a downer. downer in and of itself. It's a downer. I because I don't think it is. I think because it, death is inevitable. Right. 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 But the idea of like taking all of that very seriously in a specific way. Uh -huh. I think that's a, I think there are aspects of that that other people would find excessive that I think Sharky likes. I think that's true. What do you think? You think it's a fair assessment? Um, I, I think you might be saying something other than what I'm understanding. No, I, I just think um, like what you're saying about it being heavy handed. I, uh, I could see that. I could see someone's feeling that way. I oh, didn't okay. feel that way. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. felt like it was appropriate for what was going on. Yeah. But I also think that if the movie... I think that's Ended a selling point for you. Yeah. For me, I yeah. could say, yeah, yeah. I could say, yeah, I could take it or leave it. 
I think it's fine. But I can say, mm-hmm. I think you like like the idea that like Pinocchio, there's a grave for each of the people, and then we see him go off. There's even, I mean, even for some people, the idea that Jiminy Cricket—that's not his name in the movie. It's not Sebastian J. Cricket. Yeah, he's narrating long after he's dead. He's letting you know, right. like, and then I still hear about him. He's doing the thing. Yeah, he's hanging with the bunnies. There are definitely people who like playing cards. The bunnies were wild. Skeleton bunnies. That shit was wild. Dope. Was dope. Yeah. No. Not gonna lie, it looked cool, but I was into it. But, but back to that, guy. I will say that Pinocchio was still a happy ending. He got to be with Geppetto by the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. He got to be there and be with them. That's fair not something everyone yeah. gets to get do. Fair, fair. Um, that's and that is a a special thing. And then when his time uh, with that was done, he was able to. To journey on, right? Yeah, right. That's what he did. Um, Is there was there some response from people when he doesn't like in the Disney movie? He becomes a real boy, right? Is that right? Yeah, I just saw that at the in this he becomes he becomes a real boy in what you know what I mean? Like he doesn't become like he doesn't human. Whatever people would mean by that. Were there people who were bummed? I I found it a surprise only because I only know the Disney, so I don't know if that's accurate to anything. But I felt like like for the Pinocchio movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but for this movie, it felt like it made sense. So I didn't know if there was like a response. I, I haven't even. I'll seen be honest, Any criticism? Oh, everything yeah. I've seen about this movie is people going, "Holy shit!" Because it's just so, it's so it's well so executed good. that yeah. I have. I, granted, there's always a contrarian person somewhere, sure. but everything I've seen is people being like utterly amazed, as they should be, because even if for whatever reason you're not stoked on po- po- Pinocchio, Pinocchio, <laughs> you gotta respect the. Film it. You know, yeah. It's a beautiful thing. I, I think for me, if people want to know my read on Pinocchio overall, uh, this is now my favorite Pinocchio movie because, yeah. like, sure. I don't even like that story very much. It just doesn't mean <laughs> anything to me. Yeah. But leave it to Del Toro to do this thing. And, and I'm to like, bring it out for Fuck. you. Yeah, it was yeah. really great. It was but, so but, good. but I, again, I don't know that this Pinocchio is about what the other Pinocchios are about in that way because they're. I don't know. Again, I'm not familiar with that many versions of Pinocchio. Yeah. Well, neither no. am I. Yeah. I just, I'm just aware of their existence. I'm just saying I and don't know how many of them. Italian yeah. uh, story. But yeah. I don't know how many of them deal with death and, and loss. And, and loss and the survival. Yeah. As and much as this movie does. Bombs, yeah. Which is in all of his films. And also, of and also fascism. Yeah, fascism. I was like, war. man. This yeah. is the only part well, of this where I was atrocity. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or human cruelty. Or just. Yeah, the I mean, yeah, with Devil's Wish. Backbone. Like, you, again, all all of his movies, you you find he's very consistent with with his opinions on on humanity. This is why I was more interested in discussing him as a filmmaker sure. and his choices than just necessarily the themes of his film, which I personally just happen to really enjoy. Right? Is there a is there a Del Toro movie that doesn't have fascists in it? Mimic. Yeah, Ooh, Mimic. Good call. So Mimic is the only movie he's not really not stoked on that he did, <laughs> but because of Mimic, I believe he got to do Pan's oh. Labyrinth. Yeah. I or mean, was it because of Mimic he did Devil's Backbone? I don't I know. Devil's Backbone was the one that came from Mimic. Is that it was right? one of the one yeah. of like so it was something that meant a lot to him. The thing about Mimic is. I get why it would. It doesn't feel like 
a del toro movie the way the other ones do it wasn't he was handed it to but him. i don't think it's terrible like i don't think it's a bad movie like sure. i rewatched yeah. it for horror business and i w- really went in thinking oh man mimic like my yeah. memory of it is here's some corny that's 90s right that's yeah. still a 90s movie i thought it was going to be bad and it's you know it didn't blow me away but i was still surprised it was you know it was good you know yeah, it's yeah. fine you know it's not again it doesn't have Still pants labyrinth, no. but it's still. I love Del Toro. That is a, I'm gonna say that yeah. I do love Del Toro. I think Pan, this. I'm gonna say this. Pinocchio is up there with his pants labyrinth. Sure, right? Well, pants labyrinth. Um, for me, and that is like my one or two top movie of all time. Okay, okay. Wow. all right, okay. all, right. all time. It's yeah. Huge, yeah, huge. Yeah, very yeah. important movie. Very important for me. Good call. I wouldn't yeah. have watched this had you not well, put this it, on the list. Because really? people are shy. Yeah. Huh. To one, it's a Netflix movie, right? Well, it got no. it definitely got a premiere can. Sure, uh, it did, but it very wasn't. Yeah, well. but it wasn't playing it, like you. It, I it mean, maybe it played sh- someplace, no, it but did. it wasn't it playing. A short run, I believe, okay. which is not Netflix thing. Yeah, uh, they are not interested in doing that. They right. do what they do, but I I feel like there is a tinge in the film, not critic, but the the film lovers mind that netflix movies will be innately bad and maybe streaming direct streaming movies will be innately bad right that's um, not us though i don't think no it's not me yeah. either i just think that there's like a an error it of but maybe i'm the only one who feels that way <laughs> no, no, it's that. Definitely no i'm trying to decide yeah, if i, I no that. i'm trying to decide if i i i not only do i think that's a thing i'm trying to figure out if it's my thing because yeah roma the what was the scorsese one called again the the something uh, I don't remember the Irishman. Yeah, the Irishman. Mm. Uh, Pinocchio, obviously. Yeah, a few things here and there. It's more for me. I tend to feel that way because Weird, Netflix the Ali story. Go on. No, that is that Netflix. No, that was uh, Roku. Yeah, I'm talking about Netflix. But it was Roku. They didn't do it in the theater. It was just direct. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm oh. talking about Netflix. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. They put My out. Bad. They put out like 400, like literally like 400 movies a year. Yeah. So as much as I think you have to be willing to have an open mind about the things that might be good. A lot of times the ones that are good get lost for me because a lot of the Netflix movies I watch are bad. Yeah. Sure. And so I lot. think I do yeah. have a bit of a bias. Now for but me, that's Del not Toro because of the purveyance, it's because of Netflix as the company. I there's it's not yeah, definitely it's not against streaming. About, yeah, 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 no, no, no. But the Netflix I, model and the streaming model as a business that I am not interested in. Yeah. Like I am not interested in their this is how we do it. This is the deal. You can go fuck yourself if you don't take it. Well, and especially when they're buying movies that like they, they end up buying a lot of indie movies and then burying them. And it's like, which is like, why? Well, I think it's because they they don't have to, the thing is they have, there is no, um, residual. Sure. In a Netflix deal. When you get a Netflix deal, it's a buyout. And that's it. That's it. Period. You have zero agency in what they do with it. Zero control after. They bought it. It's theirs. That is not the deal that is normal. And in fact, that's the general feeling as to why HBO is dropping so many shows and things like that is because those are not the deals that are in place. So to shelf it is cheaper. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, and some of that is like what's going on right now with, uh, HBO yeah. Max, right? Yep. Is that the reason they kept taking stuff away is they were yes. paying residuals on Correct. those things. So they're like, we don't want to pay you anymore. Correct. So we're just going to make it go away. Right. And canceling things because of the size of the, so like uh, Car- Cartoon Network, right? Yeah. yeah. One of the one of the most popular shows is Craig of the Creek. 
but there was this feeling that the staff is too big and we're paying too many people. So we're done. Craig of the Creek is over. Correct. There's a a full spinoff show of Craig of the Creek about his sister. They've made, you know, uh, eight episodes of 16. It's just, they're just like, it's cheaper for us to just kill it now. So we're just going to kill it. Show's never coming out. Wow. That sucks. And for me, I'm like, but Craig of the Creek is And like, again, that sounds like when I talk about this stuff, it sounds like I'm joking, but part of the thing to keep in mind is as a parent, so much children's television is bad. Like so much of it is like torturous Mm -hmm. that when you find a show that not only is well done and that your child enjoys, but you enjoy, you don't just tolerate it. You enjoy it. Like blue. That's fucking treasure. Yeah. Yeah. And like Mm -hmm. for them to just so casually be like, Craig of the Creek? Yeah, fuck that. It's gone. Um, I'm like, ah. Now, granted, the old, they're still doing the old episodes, but uh, once all the finished Craig of the Creek episodes are aired. aired, they might pull it from streaming. They haven't decided yet. And I'm like, well, then fuck it. Like, I don't even know why I have HBO Max anymore. <laughs> this shit sucks. Like, it's really pumping me out. It's, it's certainly one that can be let go. I mean, for a while, I was going to it more than any other of my streamers. Yeah, I would so agree. much shit on there yeah, I wanted, yeah, yeah. and now I'm kind of like, meh. All those not. DC properties are terrible. So mean, Swamp Thing was not terrible. Swamp Thing, okay, I'll give you that. But Milani has been watching Titans, and, and Doom die. Patrol was not terrible. Doom Patrol is amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, and Harley, I Harley, Quinn, guys, Harley so. Quinn. Harley Quinn. Oh, awesome. I'm sorry, the animated Harley Quinn. Yeah, fantastic. Genius, yeah, fantastic. And you guys Ables. know nobody will go there with me, but I also love Young Justice. Right. It's for kids. No, again, Milani has been watching Titans. I'm on season three, I and I want to kill yeah, myself. Yeah, I know. I understand. I don't tell me Titans is great, and I'm just I can't. It's not. I can't get into it's it. It's like Riverdale no, it's with fucking costumes. I can't. Yeah. I can't. No, I'm good. It's bad. All right, I'm we good. we should probably wrap up just because this is a longer episode, right? But and people are stuck with us. No, I get it. I get it. But I just fuck. My point is no. I think it's great. I'm just saying we're 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 at the end here. We talked about three movies really loved. Yeah. Some other movies really loved as well. True. I would encourage you if we talked about something you didn't know about ahead of time to go find it i don't think any of these are hard to find things a couple of the ones that we mentioned maybe are not fully available yet but they'll be available eventually Mm. um but i think one of the things that we sort of came across with is like um being willing to just like what you like yeah not be you know like my list went from you know everything everywhere all at once to like documentaries to like things that like i had to search out because someone i love told me Hey, this is good. So I went to find it and I found mm-hmm. it and it was good. Not everything I found was good, but those <laughs> things I didn't bring up, you know? Because so we're trying to keep that's it positive. A cha- and that's a chance you take, right? When you take yeah. a chance on something. And I think sometimes I get it. It's hard. We all have limited time. Mm-hmm. But if you do have time and you're willing to take a chance on some of these movies, I think it's worth your time. Go for it. I also just, I'm really thankful for you guys because I like, this wasn't just about us being like, here's what I like. Fuck you. We engage with like other people's stuff, I mean, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. everyone, you're both wrong about Tar, right. but otherwise right, this was right. a great conversation. So <laughs> Tar was a bad movie? Because yeah, I could have sworn I said it was a good movie. Two out of three people <laughs> think one thing. I don't know what to say. Who's wrong? I'm but... just saying Tar is the best ever. Oh, the best movie. It's, it's no, not, it's, it's not, Pinocchio. It's, you know what's funny though? You know what's funny though? <laughs> everyone knows It's that. always funny though. It's like, I really am so sold on it that I wanted it. But like, if I were to make a ranked list, I was like, eh, it's probably my number two or three actually. Just because that after song fucking broke. Yeah, I still gotta watch it. So still gotta watch it. so good. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for being on the yes, show, Sharky. Sharky. And thank, thank you so you much for everything that you do for Cinepunks. Of course. I don't know Our if pleasure. I've I've been very honest with how much I admire you and how much I, I like 
You were too kind. I, no, I'm just being honest, bro. Like, seriously, you elevate everything, and you're fucking awesome. So thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate that. And yes. for being my friend. I, I do want to lift. I think you're all right. do want to lift up one thing. Real quick. Go oh, ahead, yeah, please man. do. Yes. It is a little film coming to Sundance. Okay. Oh. Onyx. I don't know anything about the, this. Is it about the rap band? Please tell me it's about the rap band. No, oh. stop. There's no. No, it is. It is this, <laughs> this filmmaker. Um, <coughs> Um, yeah, Onyx the Fortuitous, Whoa. and it oh. looks like a very. Oh, I know all about this. Oh, I know all about it. This. Looks Why like don't I know? so much fun. What is it? I don't know. Silicone I don't. I don't know how you know about it. Whoa! But I know that. Oh yeah, of course. I know about it because Onyx the Fortuitous is a TikTok star. <laughs> he is. In well, fact, you're he's not on TikTok. No, thank God. But. He's such a TikTok star that, well, you're an asshole. It's true. Uh, When it was revealed (laughs) to me when he was supporting this movie that Onyx the Fortuitous is a character he plays, and that is not who he is, I was fucking blown. This man's life is this fucking character. And so when he's like, hey, guys, that's not me. And in fact, I'm doing a movie of that character. I went, well, I'm on board because I really thought that you were. It is all. Yeah. Like, uh, but it's like based on this guy, and they look absolutely perfect. All when right. I say he's on TikTok too, the thing you need to understand is TikTok is just one of the places he is. You've seen him, okay? The videos of him—he's shown up at events and gotten interviewed by the press, playing the character. Whoa. So you've probably—you're on the internet enough that you've probably seen clips of him on the news being this character. Right. Which is why I thought that's who he was. And when I realized he just goes to things where he might get to talk to the press as the character, just so he could have the footage go viral, I thought, you're a fucking evil genius, and I love it. <laughs> it's kind of brilliant. It's okay. so funny. But, I'm in. Sold. Let's do this. But I don't yeah. send the videos. I mean, he doesn't come up for me anymore, but when he was coming up for me a lot on TikTok, I stopped sending the videos to people because I think other people thought he was real. And I'd send it like, this guy's funny. And they're like, no, I hate this person. And oh. so now that I know he's a character, I'm like, Man, all those people were getting played. That's a perfect gimmick, right? He's basically playing a real life heel, you know, like. So what's interesting to me is I don't know any of that. Oh, yeah. And I just thought that he has a very funny character. So it's hilarious. It's very, it seems very situational. Like, and what Adam Deltry, like, I'm I'm probably butchering the man's name. And it's not a hard name. I'm just bog-braining it. Um. What him and his team did is just unbelievably good. Okay. Unbelievably right. good. Minimally, go check out Creature Kid on Instagram and look at the work he did for this project. Okay. And it is, I'm, I'm beyond impressed. I'm stoked. Dude, I'm hyped. I totally forgot about it. I'm so glad you just brought that up because I haven't thought about it since he announced the movie. Yeah. So I knew he was raising, when he announced it, and he, he was still raising he the money. He fundraised so. it all through yeah. Kickstarter, which again, like the amount of money it takes to be, do that many practical effects and the, the magic it takes to be able to make a movie is insane. And they pretty much, and it, there's no studio, there's no, no anything like that. It's all fundraised. And it's hitting Sundance. One of the midnight. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. All right. Well, of course, everyone should also check out mechanicalsharkmedia.com. We say it every episode. The website's not very good yet, but I'm getting there. Yeah. But the point is to get, you know, it's about the traffic. To get your services. It's about the traffic. Yeah. 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 
Um, and of course, we want to thank you for listening. Please tell a friend. Rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, all that stuff. Find all us on the social medias. We have a Discord now. We'd love for you to be in the Discord. Uh, you're going to hit us up if you want to join the Discord because we're not going to just post the link so every fucking internet bot can get in there and start posting you whatever. You make me put shit on my phone, Shark. I mean, I'm just saying, if you if you get the, the Discord, John, right, you can talk shit about all my opinions. It's true. And I won't see it. <laughs> I know, because you don't go in there. <laughs> doesn't put shit on his phone that Leah makes him do. No, it's on here. I just, I just, it's like, alert, 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 alert. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Wait, you have the, I, this is the thing too. I always find out because I'll, I, I'll, I'll, Josh or anyone else, I'll be like, oh, do this thing. And then they'll be like, all those fucking alerts. And I'm always like, why do you have the alert? I don't turn alerts on. You know, man, you got a different relationship with your phone than I do. You know what I'm saying? I'm not good I at it. I get anxiety when yeah, I have the red gives me, uh, number thing on the apps. Butthole puckering. I have butthole the puckering. red number thing turned off too. Oh man, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> For Discord, I don't. Basically, I, I open it up. Mm-hmm. What's And what's so funny to me, too, is that because I crave the dopamine that getting things get, I have the opposite. I get no alerts. I get no updates. I open it up, and I'm like, no one's fucking talking to me. Why are all my alerts? I was really thinking that somebody would have said something by now, but actually, it's dead in here. Fuck everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And really, I just use ours. Cinepunks, it's it, the, the Discord there's a staff section. So for me, because I'm actually in charge of these people and what they're doing, <laughs> I want to, you know, know what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the discussion sections, I like a lot. And it's, I would love if more people were in there. But so far, it's like, for me, the, the right amount of people where when I open it up, I'm not like, in there's a, a million yeah, messages yeah, yeah. that it's It's always like, oh, I get what this conversation's about. I'll enter, I won't, whatever, whatever. Some of the other discords I joined out of excitement, there's a couple I do ignore a little bit because I'm like, a lot of people talking, I don't care what it is. But Cinepunks, I never feel that way because it's it's a smaller group of people and I, I appreciate that. But I definitely like... I think I'm more transactional online. I understand. I understand. Right? Because it's not real to me. I think I'm a little more transactional Same. on depending on the app. So like, I used to engage on Twitter in like a real life way. And now I don't. I mean, I'm talking before the Elon thing even. Before Twitter got bad, which is really bad right now but even before it got bad i just got to a point where i was like i'm really just here to post about my shit like i, I feel bad yeah no, i wasn't here for that's what but that wasn't we're all for stuff. yeah it wasn't like that for me i had some really great conversations for a while but after a while i realized like i'm too busy i hate to be that person but i just got to a point where i was too busy to like have real conversations on twitter i just yeah can't. no that's okay I, i'm not saying i feel bad only for the people for whom I had relationships with where I, it was interesting. That's the only thing I feel bad about. Are they only existing on Twitter? Well, a like couple it. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people would argue that Liam only exists on Twitter. Well, that's where I flame him constantly. <laughs> Is it constant? No, I've never noticed you flame me ever. Man, actually. <laughs> uh, just, just a couple times. The only disagree. The only part, uh, the every. The only time I would say anything is uh, occasionally me and and your uh, uh, wonderful lady friend have yes. disagreed on music. But even then, yeah, she's I chose very vocal that. about music, and I always choose it. She yeah. never came at me. No, 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 I no, see no, no, her no. say she, something. And she I go, gets so high when that happens. On that? And I go, yeah, yeah. sure, let's. Comment yeah, I know, absolutely. Yeah, it makes her day. I love it. She That's loves. Great. She loves when people don't like her hot takes. <laughs> I mean, some of them are right. She's not all the hot takes are bad. But if she says something, I occasionally be like, I don't know about that. Well, she she was aiming to trigger you, and it worked. 
Oh, for the high vis thing? Was oh, that about me? Time. Yeah. I thought she was talking to other people too. A lot of people like that record. It's on like every MTV Well, sure, list. but she she was more so like, this will get Liam. Gonna get Liam's <laughs> goat. Yeah. Done, done. So you should feel you should feel honored. <laughs> to be fair. Because she tries to get me on stuff all the time. And I love my girlfriend very much. She's very great. I would not be able to do the awesome things that I do sure. if I did not have a partner like Amanda. That was so sincere. That I don't know so how to good. end the episode yeah. now. Uh, thank well, you. she's not going to want to listen to all this anyway, yeah, 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 so yeah. it will go, totally go unnoticed. <laughs> all right. Hey, we love you. Thank you for listening. Thanks we'll talk listening. to you soon. And we'll Peace. talk to you in 2023. I mean, it's 2023 now. What are you talking about? Yeah, I know. About? Moving we'll forward. talk to you. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to talk to you. not an untruth. Okay, but I probably won't. Smoke bombs, smoke bombs. Do you like spooky movies? Hair-raising tales. Insightful criticism. Judgmental hot takes. Then you're going to love Horror Business, the horror podcast on the Cinepunks Podcast Network dedicated to all things weird and spooky. My name is Leo Donald. And I'm Justin Lore. And every episode, we're going to tear apart your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies to get to the bottom of what makes these movies great or maybe not great. Whether it's The Beyond, Prince of Darkness, or Inseminoid, we dive in on a double feature every episode, and then we talk about it. Some of our insights are great, and sometimes we just complain. So if we have to suffer through it, so do you. Horror Business, available anywhere you find fine podcast products. Hey, Trey. Uh, what's that, James? Um, podcast Daddy Liam wants us to do a thing. Oh, really? What what, what kind of thing this time? Because, uh, you know, I, I sent him my list of don'ts, and it was very clear. Uh, no, none of the weird sexual stuff this time. Uh, he wants us to do a list of our top three films of 2022. Oh, okay. Sure. Uh, so this is the, the official Tomb of Ideas top movies of 2022? Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. So... I guess I'll start with mine. Okay, go for it. I really like Prey. Prey was good. Prey was real good. Now, did you watch the Comanche language version, or did you watch the, the English I version? I watched the English version. I take it you watched the cool. Comanche no, version? good. I, I, I watched the English version, and then I watched some bits of the Comanche one. Both versions are cool. Yeah. It's just I usually prefer to watch a film in the language it was made in. Sure. Because the Comanche is a dub. Yeah. Yeah, rather than a dub, unless it's an El Santo movie. Fair enough. I'll just put that on. Fair enough. Uh, What was your number three? So my number three is going to be Barbarian. I've not seen it. I need to. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's twisty, turny. It's got a good cast. Um, It it goes to some really surprising, interesting places. Nice. Um, Makes makes me sort of. uh, curious to see what comes next from uh, that filmmaker. Nice. So my number two yeah. is everything, everywhere, all at once. I still need to see that, and I'm embarrassed to admit it. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be on a lot of people's lists. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's your, what about you? Okay, so my number two is uh, a little bit uh, mainstream, I guess, but I really, really enjoyed Glass Onion. Interesting. Uh, got to see it in theaters for that limited week-long release, and it was a good time. Interesting. I, I, I'm surprised that you're putting that in your at your number two, because it's actually my number one. <laughs> I, I, I just, I will watch anything they want to put the character of Benoit Blanc in. It's just like, Absolutely. I will watch it. And, you know. And, and 
as with Knives Out, Glass Onion just has such a fantastic ensemble. Right, right. And so, you know my number and one. What's yours? That's right. My number one is Morbius. Wait, no, just kidding. Stop. No, no, put away the knives, pitchforks. I didn't mean it. No, we're cutting the we're my, cutting a second uh, here. Sorry. We're at, we're at three minutes. My, my number one. No, <laughs> my number one is Nope. Jordan Peele's Nope. I liked Nope. Another one I haven't seen. It's good. It's real good. I, I wish I'd gotten to see it in IMAX. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw it at the drive-in, and that was a great experience, too. But it was filmed with IMAX cameras. I wish I could have seen, you know, the whole uh, giant image the way the way it was shot nice you know so so that's it you know what let's go i think let's go watch glass onion again yes good call yep that's a fun one i've got the special morbius cut oh my <laughs> does it come with a bonus bottle of jared leto kombucha <laughs> it needs it <laughs> you're you're a scientist but you're also a vampire <laughs> it doesn't make sense that just that just baffles me just so dumb <laughs> Well, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year, guys. Until next time, tubers. Excelsior. <laughs> hey, Cinepunks. It's Joey from Wine and Cheese, the podcast about whiny records and cheesy movies. And here are my favorite records and films from 2022. I definitely paid way more attention to music than movies this year. For whatever reason, my attention span just sort of took a nosedive, and I ended up watching way too much RuPaul's Drag Race. However, uh, one movie in particular really stood out to me, and I'm so, so glad that I did catch it, and that's Everything Everywhere All at Once. For me, it's a perfect movie. Um, It's just weird in all the exact ways I love for a movie to be weird, and there was a lot of emotion and uh, heartfelt moments behind it as well. Some really good themes there. And it does what a lot of movies like it and could get compared to it do way better. Um, If you've seen it, hopefully you know what I mean by that. I won't really spoil it or get into too much details. But if you haven't seen it already, please do check it out. It's incredible. Um, I guess you could say my my second favorite movie, however, is uh, much different. It's Jackass Forever. Um, Jackass, the series I've watched since it started. And this felt sort of like a reunion and homecoming of sorts that you know i didn't know (laughs) that i needed it was like a void in my life that i wasn't quite aware of but um it was just really something special and uh seeing it on a big screen uh was a treat as well one of the few movies i've seen in the last few years in person but i'm so glad that i made the exception to do so it's in it's perfect but (laughs) um other than that, I didn't really see t- a whole lot, so I won't really shout out too many others. I saw Top Gun Maverick over the holidays, and it's, you know, like a turn-your-brain-off kind of movie, but for what that is, it's pretty dang fun. But uh, I don't know if I'd recommend it necessarily, but because uh, I hate the original personally, but um, like I said, still pretty fun. Uh, the Kids in the Hall documentary, Comedy Punks. Um, Kids in the Hall kind of had a bit of a comeback this year, it felt like, with the new series and everything. And the documentary, I think it was like two parts, but um, it was really fun. And um, like the reunion bits where they're all kind of sitting around chatting about stuff was really interesting to see. And uh, those guys just don't really get a lot of credit or at least enough credit in, you know, comedy that I feel like they deserve. But uh, that was fun as well. Um, Moving on to music, uh, I'll just 
I guess, name my tops and then shout out a few others. But my absolute favorite record of the year was probably Mitski's Laurel Hell. Um, her record, Be the Cowboy, was my favorite of, I want to say it was 2018 that it came out, maybe 2019. But either way, um, Mitski, you know, to me can sort of do no wrong. It's I don't listen to a lot of um, pop or indie pop or whatever you would categorize her music as, but... Um, you know, she just does it well. And there's like a, you know, a level of weirdness to it that I certainly appreciate as well. Um, so yeah, that's my favorite. Uh, a few others, uh, dream killer by Summerlands. It's just like a really great sort of power metal, heavy metal, um, sort of record. Uh, the singer of the rival mob, <laughs> Brennan Radigan is their singer now. And, um, that was like, truly a treat i'm a big fan of all his bands um so and i got to see them for their record release and like one of the few shows i had been to this year but they crushed it it was great uh another sort of philly well actually not even sort of but another philly band cave people uh their record windburn came out this year and i really loved that just really great um indie rock uh indie punk sort of thing very chill. I love listening to it, especially, um, in the warmer months after it came out and it's just great. Like for whatever reason, no matter where I went in my car, it was sort of the perfect length. Um, I don't know how that happens, but it was great. Um, I'll just rattle off a few others. SOS by Strawman army, cool anarcho punk band. Um, I don't know where they're from, but all their records are good. I do know that worm rot hiss, uh, worm rot, I sort of fell out of my radar for a while there, um, but they still, you know, kept putting stuff out, but it felt like there was a gap between the last one and this. Um, and it is straight up a perfect grindcore record and they cram so much into this and have so many cool parts. And it is just, what a, what a band. Um, I got to catch them years and years ago. I want to say maybe like, I don't know, 2011 or something like that. 2010 I feel like they were stuck in Philly or something because they were like hopping on every show and it was before I lived here but I came to a show and they were just mysteriously on it and they blew me away um so please check out their record hiss and I'm pretty much running out of time here but I'm just gonna rattle off five more that rounded out my top 10 Tony Molina in the fade rigorous institution their record called Kane's Marsh is fantastic uh lotion now known as Lotion Multinational Corporation, has a new record called War in Di the Digital Realm. That record probably contains my favorite song of 2022, and that's Cybernetic Super Lover. It is sort of a remix of one of their own songs called Cybernetic Super Soldier um, in a very different pop style, and it is, wow, what a treat. Uh, Devil Master, another Philly band, Ecstasies of Never Ending Night is the record. And rounding it out is a cool black metal record I discovered this year um, from an artist from Spain, I believe. Uh, the band is called The Calderum, and the record is called Mystical Fortress of Iberian Lands. So, um, you know, hopefully there's something in there if you want to check it out, or if you don't, I don't really care. But that's my favorites. Thanks.
Bye. Hello, this is Nick Spacek, co-host of the Carnage Report podcast, here with my favorite movies of 2022, or rather, the ones we didn't talk about on our show's Best of 22 episode. The Daniels Everything Everywhere All at Once is at the top of everyone's list, and for good reason. It looks amazing, delves into family dynamics, features incredibly moving performances, and is also a fantastic action spectacular featuring the return of Ki Hai Kwan after nearly 20 years off screen. Bravo. RRR is the sugar-addled fever dream of a 10-year-old with a strong anti-colonialist message, and every time I've talked about this movie, I feel like my enthusiasm wins over anyone afraid of its lengthy runtime. The fact that a man throwing a leopard at a British soldier barely cracks the top 10 greatest moments within this superb tale of friendship should be enough to get you to sit down and watch it, preferably twice. Now, since Prey is definitely more of an action movie than a horror movie of the monstrous variety, it didn't make my list for the Carnage Report, but when paired with Netflix's The Princess, I can't help feel that these two action films, both filled with heart, fun, and legitimately badass fight sequences, got unfairly shunted to streaming services when they'd have been better served by big screen viewings. Props to Amber Midthunder and Joey King, respectively, for having me on the edge of my couch cheering them on. Here's to hoping the next films they get to make, make it to the big screen. In terms of television, there are so many things that I absolutely love this year, obviously. I feel like the second season of shows really came into their own. Um, The lamented and gone Rutherford Falls, Reservation Dogs, Only Murders in the Building, all had second seasons that just took what came in the first and built upon them and turned them into amazing must-see viewing, at least within our household. I cannot wait to see where these shows go. I am officially back watching regular television, and it makes me so very, very, very happy that these programs bring something new and intriguing and fun. Those are my favorite things of 2022. Um, If you'd like to know more about uh, what we think of the best in horror 2022, you can find that on the most recent episode of The Carnage Report, which drops each and every Thursday on the Cinepunks Podcast Network, where we bring you the latest in horror news and reviews, and we can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Report Carnage.